This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Tuesday, January 5th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, COVID-19 vaccination facilities are coming to Montgomery and Delaware counties. The large sites will help administer the doses to as many people as possible. Delaware County uh, has administered 4,500 vaccinations in the first round so far, although the priority priority right now is still healthcare workers. Three mass vaccination sites are expected to open, including one in Yaden. Uh, in Montgomery. <laughs> in Montgomery County, a mass vaccination site is expected to open at the county's community college in Bluebell. The site is scheduled to open on Wednesday. Depending on how much they receive, their goal is to administer 1,000 a day and up to 2,000 vaccines a day by the end of the month. People will have to register at the Montgomery County's COVID-19 website. Uh, but like in Delaware County, Montgomery County is also focusing on vaccinating frontline health care workers first. It's pretty wild. My understanding is that they're going to attach the hypodermics to the blades of big ass fans oh, nice. and, and shoot them into people yeah. and just like just rapid keep spinning fire. around yeah which i think will take care of a lot health secretary dr rachel levine said monday that one uh 135,044 pennsylvanians have been vaccinated to date she says it'll be several months before the wider population can expect to get the vaccine she foresees an appointment style system to avoid long lines when the expected rollout launches the pennsylvania department of health confirmed a two-day total on sunday and monday of 7,805 additional positive cases of COVID-19. A, sorry, Philadelphia police identified and charged seven suspects in connection with the vandalism of two federal buildings on New Year's Eve. Officers spotted a large group at about 8.30 Thursday at the Robert Nix Federal Building on the 900 block of Market Street where windows were smashed. A 25-year-old man identified as Adam McVicker of Coatesville was seen throwing a brick through the window into the federal building, police said. He fled with a 24-year-old man and uh, two 23-year-old women, all of whom were arrested. Damage to the the building was estimated at $3,000. Officials said several people ran, but uh, not before police were able to make three arrests. The vandals then hit the federal detention center at 7th and Arch Streets with an Antifa-related graffiti. Police said three people, a 25-year-old man and two uh, women aged 22 and 26, were arrested. The suspects had spray paint on their clothing and markers in their possession. Police said the man identified as Jacob Robotin of Willow Grove was carrying a green military-style backpack that contained a glass jar with a fuse going into a bottle, giving off a strong flammable odor. The bag also contained a plastic container with white powdery substance labeled fire starter, police said. The 22-year-old woman identified as Sydney Miller of Philadelphia had bottles with unknown liquids, some of which had a chemical smell, police said. Seven people in their 20s and early 30s are all facing charges. Responding officers believe the group had more plans for the night. During a search, they recovered uh, Molotov cocktails and other devices which had been uh, had not been identified. Philadelphia Police Chief Inspector Mike Cram said. A Germantown Academy student created an online newspaper for aspiring journalists. 18-year-old Maddie Gamberg has a passion for journalism and writing and hopes to be an investigative reporter one day and maybe even the editor-in-chief at the Wall Street Journal, she says. Gamberg said after schools shifted to virtual learning during the pandemic, she noticed that it was difficult for students to come across new opportunities in journalism. She says it's very hard for high school students to get internships at this age because a lot of employers require you to complete your freshman year of college. So she began the rock an online newspaper for student writers who need experience with writing and something to put on their resume. So far, she recruited students from over 12 schools in the Philadelphia area. She said in addition to helping students, she hopes that she's helping inform her community. There's news you can use. <laughs> 
Thank you for reading the Rocky. Uh, weather's gonna be like cold, and sports uh, games are gonna be played, right. and uh, police activity. All it's, the news that's fit to print, right? Yeah, or yeah. some of it. Okay, yeah. It's actually pretty good. I checked out the website. It's it's a good website. It's well cool. organized. Oh, she's yeah. got, Listen, uh, love it. She's we, got news. She's got like community things on there. It's it's really cool. Love that aspect. Yep. Uh, the website is the rock. Uh, therockphilly.org. So therockphilly.org. Check it out. Is Germantown Academy? Yes. Okay, so just quick side note. I was at Ikea yesterday, and there were four guys wearing Germantown Academy um, jackets and sweatshirts. Uh, I believe they just went to Ikea solely for the lunch. They were sitting in the cafeteria. <laughs> I believe it. And and so I didn't know if uh, students from that school left campus and went to Ikea only for lunch. Mm. In this edition of The Rock, <laughs> Ikea is the best to eat at. <laughs> if you like Swedish meatballs, then think no further and head on over to Ikea. Can you do me a favor and say lingonberry? Lingonberry. Yes. <laughs> I give it four droopy lips. <laughs> Well, that's pretty good. Where is Germantown Academy? Uh, it's near Bluebell, right? Uh, all right. Okay. Yeah. I know exactly where it is. And then it is the place. So I went there. They have like a um, like kind of like a ropes course in there. I think yeah, it's, it's just for the students. But beautiful it's campus. a hell of a school. But yeah. we went back there and um, the kids were like playing on some of it. And then there was stuff that was like pretty high up and they started to climb ladders. And I'm looking. I'm like... <laughs> No, someone is definitely going to die if you go up there. Like, excuse me, excuse me. I'm beat reporter for the Rocky. Can I get a word on your ropes course? <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. Everybody down. We're not Stop doing this. Stop the presses. <laughs> That's where uh, Bradley Cooper went, right? Was GA? Hey, yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. In sports this morning. <laughs> going on. Joel Embiid had 14 points and 11 rebounds. Tobias Harris scored 22 points and the Sixers beat the Charlotte Hornets 118-101 for their fourth fourth straight win. The Sixers swept the two games between the teams and beat the Hornets for the 13th straight time. The Sixers are at home tomorrow night with a game against the Washington Wizards and tip-off will be at 7 o'clock. The Flyers began their training camp yesterday. Nolan Patrick participated in one of the two practice groups on day one. Before last season even began, Patrick was out with a migraine disorder. He missed all of camp, all of last season, and was never cleared for contact. When the season begins, Patrick will not have played an NHL game in over 650 days. The Flyers open their season a week from tomorrow with the game at home against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Another hockey news, the NHL is planning to have a set of outdoor games in Lake Tahoe in February. The Vegas Golden Knights, Colorado Avalanche, Boston Bruins, and the Philadelphia Flyers will each play games in a two-day event hosted by Edgewood Tahoe Resort. There won't be fans at the game, but the league is hoping the series will make for good TV. Because of the pandemic, the NHL already canceled the Winter Classic, an outdoor game in Raleigh, and All-Star Weekend. And Villanova is pausing all men's basketball activities due to COVID-19 issues within the program, and the Wildcats' next three games have been postponed. Villanova paused team activities last week after head coach Jay Wright and one other staff member tested positive for COVID-19. The Wildcats game against Xavier scheduled for January 2nd was postponed and then earlier in December Villanova postponed a game against St. John scheduled for December 30th so the families of Wildcats players could come to campus over Christmas. And that's what I have for you this morning. Alright, thank you very much Kathy and we welcome you to a Tuesday morning. Real quick, I want to I thank uh, I got a letter 
An actual handwritten letter. You don't get those that much these days. No, it's from a guy named Kevin, and he went to great lengths. Where was he? I don't know. Was that that package that was on your Yeah, yeah. And I, and I like he, to go through your mail. Uh, he said, it says from John Q. Listener on, ah. the, on the envelope. So anyhow, <laughs> weird man. It, well, yeah. it's it's an interesting letter that he sent because something came along with it too. And I was, I'm, I, we have a minute here, so yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna I'm gonna read this. It says, uh, hey, given the nature of my job, I can only listen to the President Steve Show via Bluetooth or earbuds, and only at full volume. I work in a factory typesetting, oh. and it's very loud. Oh my wow. God, yeah, that'd be very difficult. And he goes on to say, some show transitions, such as from news to sports, first thing in the morning, oh, yeah. are crushing to my ears. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sometimes the disparity in volume between callers, low volume, and some who scream really feel feels damaging to my ears. I can't adjust <laughs> volume as my hands aren't free. Right. As someone who has suffered hearing damage, I implore you to use the enclosed reconditioned Bluetooth to listen to an entire podcast of a show like so many of us must, Bluetooth at top volume. And he sent me... A Bluetooth wow. device. That's nice. So, I know. I know. Yeah. That's why I want to at least I'm acknowledge sure he, it. That is very nice. Uh, he says, please try to make adjustments thereafter <laughs> to help me protect my hearing. The Bluetooth speaker is only a few millimeters from my eardrum. Thank you for countless hours of entertainment. <laughs> Sincerely, Kevin. And his note was written on the back Paid, he had printed up, uh, this is an eBay printout for something I guess uh-huh. he ordered. <laughs> oh, yeah. So he must have been moved in the moment. It's probably during the lead up to sports where we do that cacophonous thing yeah. that blows his uh, eardrums out. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> It's an eBay order. I think uh, Marissa has some actual suggestions. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, let's go over here, Marissa. Uh, I have to add to this because I've actually had this email. I have this little like folder that I keep and I'll share emails with the interns every time they right. come in. Um, some of them are complimentary. Some of them are just things people have uh, suggested to us over the years. There's this uh, image that somebody had drawn. Drawn. <laughs> it's early. Um, and it was just this guy listening to the podcast. And then suddenly it goes to commercial break. And he's bleeding from his ears <laughs> and his groin because <laughs> it's groin. so loud. And it's very, like, paint That's... shop doodled. <laughs> like, That's hilarious. He hand drew this. Okay. So we do try to do our best with the podcast and to, uh, you know, make all of the levels equalized. Um, Sometimes between semesters, there's a little bit of a change, but it's also something we need to consider. Okay. <laughs> all, right. all right. Well, there, there is something. Yeah, we, we can we can tweak that a bit. Right. We all yeah. do wear headphones. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, well, now, obviously, but, it's yeah, a live but, broadcast. But yes. but I'm curious. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's a live broadcast, so I, I was curious. We, we have these, uh, this thing called processing where the audio goes through, and, and there are these limiters and compressors that can change the volumes and, and keep things from getting out of control and overmodulating and being distorted and stuff like that. So I didn't know how that works on the on the other end, and whether or not we are hearing something separate. So it's a, it's a good point that he that he brought up, and I appreciate maybe, that. Maybe we no. could use it as a tagline: like, "We'll make your crotch bleed." Yeah, maybe eventually. Well, we, we, what, we tore your ass out for the Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get your ass destroyed. Yeah, yeah. So we'll make your crotch bleed. Period. Oh, let's not get started on that again today. Uh, so thank you, uh, Kevin. And uh, your your complaint, or your, you're not a complaint. He's no. not really complaining. Your suggestion has been heard. Yes. Well, he's right. When I get the audio and I put together the promo every day, I, I, I do it. I normalize the sound. And yeah. that, that takes it and takes the highs and compresses them down and mm-hmm. makes things 
louder that are quieter. Yeah. I was just I was thinking about it as Casey was screaming during during the sports cat. It's hilarious. Casey screams at the top as long as he's way off. Mic. I'm off mic. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, I, I can hear it through my my covered headphones. It's hilarious. It is my. Um, Do you think? It'll wake you it's up. My, it, it wakes me up. It's it your get or done. Yeah, I bet it's my... a little cathartic too. Yeah, like if you have any aggression or whatever, you can let that crap out. Yeah. Listen, Do you ever do that? Sometimes yeah. primal, primal yeah. scream therapy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that that comes from a place of uh, frustration or anger and Not, fear I mean, of your thermostat. Sometimes <laughs> got to clear the I'm air. I'm over that fear. Oh, Steve. Okay, I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. I've, and you've, you've helped me along with that. <laughs> uh, primal, um, I know people have actually done legitimate, yeah. legitimately done primal screen therapy, and they say that it is a uh, a world of difference. Yeah, this morning actually was one of those mornings where I was like, oh my gosh, I need to get it out. <laughs> yeah, that's what that song "Shout" is about. That's what it's about. If yeah, uh, tears of fears. Oh, really? Yes. Roland's about. I, I think it was Roland had gone through. Scream wow. therapy yeah. as a as a teenager or a uh, or in his early twenties or something like that and and if you read the lyrics shout shout yeah. let it all out these are the things I can do without huh. meaning you're getting all of this stuff out of you right 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 it's supposed to to work on some level but that's what it's about yeah well there you go we're all in the know now so uh, we, we need, need to do a version called shart 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 rip a good fart. <laughs> It writes itself. It really. absolutely does. Yeah, well, These are the pants I can do without. I like it. With art. With art. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's got a rhyme. Skid marks. <laughs> I'm talking. <laughs> Skid marks. See? You oh, we'll really be... got to wipe your ass. We'll be back with a full song yeah. in a moment uh-huh. for you. Let me get my Casio. Uh, hang on a second. Is this correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's what Roland wrote or, or yeah. said. Yeah, yeah. He said a lot of people think that "Shout" is just another song about primal scream theory, continuing uh, the themes of the first album. It's actually more concerned with political protest. Oh, okay. Uh, it came out in 1984 when a lot of people were still worried about the aftermath of the Cold War, and I was basically an encouragement to protest. But he had, I, I, I remember... You're seeing, exactly right. I saw... an interview about uh, that. Yeah, uh, the that same it, thing. It was based in that as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's take a break and come back in just a second, and uh, we'll get it in the entertainment report. Got a stupid question, and uh, we'll get this day started. We'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. Love Preston, Steve, and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Shop, play, win, Monopoly starts March 3rd at Acme. Get ahead of the game and download the app before March 3rd and earn five bonus tickets, ten tokens added to your Shop, Play, Win account, and entry to win a $25 grocery gift card. Every ticket wins a prize, money-saving offers, or tokens for sweepstakes. Download the Shop, Play, Win app to play today. No purchase necessary. See rules at shopplaywin.com. Hasbro is not a sponsor of this promotion. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Hey, by the way, I failed to mention today is Tuesday. That means we have a tattoo day. Yeah, you want a free tattoo from the Preston and Steve Show? Text word tattoo to three nine three three three, and you just might win a three hundred fifty dollars gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. Going to do a stupid question and give away a Blu-ray combo pack of Love and Monsters, and I'm pretty proud of this question. Came up with this one myself mm. uh, in the wonderful film Dead Poet Society. Uh, Robin Williams' character has his students on the first day that he meets them rip out the foreword of a poetry book. Ah. Okay? The book is Understanding Poetry. Who is the author of Ooh, that uh, foreword? You came up with that question. I, I had to go look it up. Thank you. Thank you. Five. That's a uh, tough one. 215-263-WMMR because this... 
one of the students reads it out loud and uh-huh. says, "Understanding poetry by blah 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 blah," and I need to know who that is and blah 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 blah. Maybe blah, he's blah, a blah. Russian, obviously. Two one five two six three WMMR. Who wrote that forward? Let's see if you know. It might take a moment to get a. Uh, an answer, but I have a lot of birthdays to go through, so we got plenty of time. <clears throat> Today is Tuesday, January 5th. It is Diane Keaton's 75th birthday today. I love Diane Keaton. Yeah. She's great. I loved her forever. The fact that she can do both crazy Woody Allen comedies and uh, The Godfather, unbelievable. She is one of those women who, uh, as she aged, got more attractive to me. Yeah. Like in Something's Gotta Give, I found her adorable. She's completely yeah. milfy. I never is she guilty really, at this point? Uh, yeah, guilty. Yeah, guilty. Yeah. I never really was into her Uh before that, um, you know, a beautiful woman, obviously, but she never really did it for me until she uh, aged up a bit. So uh, she's she's a great actress. Uh, she is uh, 75 years old today, and she's your aunt's neighbor, right, Nick? Yes, uh, Diane Keaton on one side, Steven Spielberg on the other. Wow. It's a good neighborhood. It's a nice yes. neighborhood. Yeah. Charlie Rose, 60 Minutes, PBS talk show host, is 79 today. He was me too Oh, uh, yeah, that's yeah, right. right. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. About that. Hey, You're come right. over to my house, pick up some papers, and oh, this is my penis. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. He was one of the robe guys, right? Yeah, he was one of the robe dudes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, how about a massage? Also from The Godfather, uh, Robert Duvall celebrates his um, the great 90th birthday today. Oh, Robert man. Duvall. I yeah. think he might be in my top five favorite actors. Uh, you've made a good selection. Yeah. He is consistently great going back. I mean, as Boo Radley, and then in the sequel, Blue Unchained. Yeah. No, the the. Uh, but I mean, listen, look at the, the history of movies that he's been involved with. Yeah. His quiet performance in both Godfather One and Two are tremendous. Right. But I'm a huge fan. I say it every time his birthday comes up. A movie called The Great Santini, in which he plays this uh, this uh, drill instructor father who's kind of hard on his kids. Right. And uh, but it's it's just great. Great I just, performances. Listen, I don't know what he's like as an actual human being. He's supposed to be a great guy. All right, but yeah. I would like for him to be my friend. Like his he character, wants to be your friend. I, I would hope so. I would hope so. His character in Phenomenon, uh, as well as his character in um, the, the Jeff, Judge. Yeah, no, no, not the Judge. Uh, Crazy Heart? Crazy Heart. Yeah, he's great in that. And I, the judge, with, with uh, him and Robert Downey Jr., I, I think his performance is outstanding. It's really good. You know, he's good into Deep Impact. He's the uh, the, the seasoned astronaut. Oh, yeah. Who yeah. heads yeah. the mission. Yeah, that's right. He's 90 years old today. Wow. Uh, Ted Lang of The Love Boat. Watch it every Sunday. Your bartender, <laughs> Isaac, is 73 years old today. Isaac had all the answers, Preston. He did. He was yeah. the, the wise guy back there, you know, slinging drinks. And but he heard everybody's issues, yes. yes. Uh, Walter Mondale, former vice president and a former star of The Love Boat. Yes, well. he was. He yeah. was really great on The Love Boat. <laughs> he played Wally. Celebrates his 93rd birthday today. 93, wow. Uh, it's also Marilyn Manson's birthday today. Marilyn Manson was rumored was going to be in the current uh, series, The Stand. Have you started watching it at all? I, I did. Yeah. I went over to, uh, Casey invited me over to watch it because he has CBS All Access. And I watched the first two episodes, and it's really, really good. It's it's different than the the the, the, um, the book? made for TV movie. And I, it it's different in that it doesn't follow the timeline of the book. It jumps around. All right. Um. So it's a little bit confusing at first. But for those who haven't read the book, it's you know no big deal. But I'm I'm now I'm dying to see the rest of All it. All right. All right. So uh, Marilyn Manson is 52 today. Uh, Stephen Kojikaro. Is a fashion maven. And yes. he is 51 today. As are we. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have uh, Chris Stein, guitarist for Blondie. 
And I believe he and Debbie Harry were a couple for a while. I think they still are. Mm, I, I don't. Did think, they split? I don't think they're romantically involved anymore. I know they were for a stretch, but I I, I can't <laughs> speak to authority on that because he had a uh, he had a big health issue for a long time, yeah. and she stayed by him, nursed him back to health. Yeah, he almost died. Yeah, he uh, married some other lady, Steve, in '99. Damn it! Yeah, so they're not together. Whatever happened to love? He is uh, 71 today. They're still buddies, though. All right. Uh, speaking of buddies, our buddy Bradley Cooper celebrates oh. his birthday today. We were just talking about <laughs> our best friend. It really he is. We were just talking about uh, Germantown Academy a moment ago, where uh, he attended and still shows up to from time to time. And industry-wise, you know, you, you we we do meet people in passing, but it's rare that you forge that kind of friendship that we have with Bradley Cooper. Very rare. Very rare. <laughs> that that uh, anytime, day or night, you pick up the phone. <laughs> By the way, need me. the story behind it, which I do love, he, he was here a few times, yes. and I believe he gave his cell phone number to Casey, right? No, not, not quite like that. I stole it. Oh, okay. I thought no. He, he called it. in one time from. Listen, I don't even know if it's his yeah. number, but the number got had come it, up on it. the uh, uh, caller ID, and I'm like, oh my god! Oh, you I just snagged number. that. But yeah. he definitely gave Steve a bro hug. I mean, yeah. like, and and he could not have been a nicer guy. So we thought that it was gonna like well, turn into. He's a really good actor. This relationship. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say one of, one of my best friends, Sandy, had cancer, and so uh, Bradley made That's a little right, get yeah. well soon video yeah. for her, and I just want to say. Sandy is cancer free now. I, you know, yeah. uh, you know. Yeah. Let me tell you this. And here's how it plays out. I'm not saying he healed her, but, but he healed her. But this healed friendship, <laughs> this friendship is real. The only component part that's missing is an actual relationship. Relationship, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, besides knowing, that, him knowing he's the friendship is exactly yeah. for him knowing reciprocally <laughs> that this scenario exists. But besides that. It's perfect. Profound. I mean, I do have a picture that confirms that he and I went to the prom together. That's right. So that is there. pretty awesome. He's a super talented guy. This A Star is Born is a, is a it's brilliant. incredibly well done movie. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, I just, uh, you know, he, I'm, I'm sure he'll be begging to come in sooner or later. And also his voice, and it grew on me because it, it didn't necessarily uh, connect with me right away, but his voice is Rocket. In Guardians? Oh, yeah. Is I mean, you, really you, you have to remind yourself. Mm-hmm. Because, by the way, that is a tour de force performance yeah. of that. Uh, you, you know, so much so that, again, I'm pretty sure Rocket's real. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love it, I'm man. pretty sure he's real. All That's right, Bra- a fake laugh. It's real! <laughs> Bradley is uh, 46 today. Carrie and uh, Inaba, Inaba. the uh, Inaba. Dancing oh, yeah, with the Stars gal, is uh, 53 today. She's Just getting over COVID. Oh, she had it? Yeah, she had it. She's kind of, she can be annoying. Like, I, I remember first watching the show, and I was like, oh, God, like, enough with her. But I guess that they all kind of have their place now, and she's very she's very judgmental. Right. But she's supposed to be because she's the longtime dancer, right? Yeah. The other two idiots, are they, uh, do they have any? <laughs> they are dancers, yeah. Okay. What about these ding-dongs over here? <laughs> she's 53. <laughs> oh, they're two idiots. Uh, call me an idiot. <laughs> Uh, January Jones. Oh, she's so pretty. There's there's a perfect example though where you know you hear about the personality yep. and it it does subtract because she is stunning. Mm. Yeah. I just in the last man on I earth or whatever that hot. is. No, she's yeah, super yeah, hot. So. Yeah. It's I like will me, let her, me and Amber Heard is a dear friend. I will let her slap me in the face every single day. And she will. She will. Uh but her character yeah. in, in Last Man on Earth where Will Forte he, he thinks that it's him and whatever this girl, I forget her, her actual name, 
but he thinks it's just him and her, and so he finally decides to and marry a her. Super hot guy shows <laughs> yeah. up, and no, and then January Jones shows yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, oh my god! Oh right, way, right, yeah, oh, yeah. Kristen Shaw. So they think he thinks she's the only woman on earth. Right. And then just to the point, he goes, oh, I'm all in. Let's do yeah. this. Like a car pulls up and she gets out. Right. Yeah. And they but dated for a little while. They Will did. Forte and, and January Jones. Uh, she's 43 today. And I just noticed January Jones birthday in January. Oh. oh. Steve, it's Kristen Cavallari's birthday today. Hey. <laughs> Very Cavallari is uh, 34. And then the last birthday today, our buddy Joe Bell. The, oh. Our group oh, manager really? <laughs> of Beasley, Philadelphia. The bell ringer cometh. He is, uh, I don't know how old Joe is. He says he's 80, but he's lying. He said he's 80. 80 he, he actually has a, I think it's an ID from, uh, is it? It's his, his father's. His dad. His father's and he'll, he'll show it. And so people so people will say to him, you look fantastic. Right. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Joe Bell's an awesome man. He's our, he's our uh, boss here. He is. Uh, he's a, a great guy. Happy birthday, Joe Bell. Yay. Everybody celebrating birthdays today. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question this morning. Uh, what is the name of the author who writes the forward in the poetry book in the movie Dead Poet Society? 215263WMMR is the number, and I will go to Tim for the answer. Hey, Tim, how you doing? Hey, good. Sorry to bother you at work. No, it's all good, dude, and I will forgive you if you can tell me the answer to the question, who wrote the forward to understanding poetry? Said Dr. J. Evans Pritchard. That is correct. Yeah. Wow. Dr. J. Evans Pritchard. Hang on a second, Tim. Give you a Blu-ray combo pack of Love and Monsters starring Dylan O'Brien. Certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Fun-filled adventure delivers epic action and laughs as a young man makes a dangerous journey in a monster-infested world. Uh, to be with the girl of his dreams. You can own it now on Blu-ray 4K Ultra HD and digital rated PG-13. That is from Paramount Pictures. We have a lot to get to. I was going to do, do some other stuff, but I'm going to skip right to it because we spent a lot of time uh, talking about other things. But Tony Roberts is not dead. What? Mm. Reported <laughs> oh yesterday God. she was dead. Uh, but the deal was her own rep yes. had reported her deceased. So it was Issue from a legitimate statement. source. Yes. And all of the news sources, everybody ran with it. She was in a critical condition as of Monday. I don't know the current situation of her, and we still don't know much about why she's in the hospital. We know that it that she's um, it's precarious, and she's in the hospital. So she's not she's yeah. not completely fine. She mm-hmm. still has an issue that's going on. She's not dead. I'm curious though where the breakdown. Did the did the publicist just presume that she was dead, or how did the how did the chain of information proceed? Yeah, like clearly they're not that close. No, yeah. so Mike Pringle, who is her representative, was told by her longtime partner, a guy named Lance O'Brien, was told he okay, so he was told that her longtime partner Lance O'Brien was told that she had died on Sunday. So it was like secondhand information. But he was. So I mean, we we have audio of of Tanya Roberts boyfriend mid interview i guess they were asking the interview were interviewing him about the life of tanya roberts okay and he gets a call here we go now you're telling me that, that she's alive oh thanks the lord thank god what just happened lance what was what was that the hospital's telling me she's alive what 
And they're, they're calling me from the ICU. So the hospital just called you right now and told you that Tanya is still alive? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so happy. Oh, my God. Wow. So he must have been told that she, that she, that she passed, was, yeah. and he told the rep, Yeah. and the rep reported it. Also, but he, I mean, that's pretty quick to do an interview that it's not even positive that she's dead. Yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe they were, yeah, I, I don't know. And you know what, what too? Like, Catherine. all the confusion with people not being able to have visitors in the hospital right. and nobody yeah. there by the person's side to know if they're actually alive or dead. Yeah, it's hard to confirm that stuff. Now, I know this is nothing, that, you know, I, this is, there is a parallel here. I'll make it funny. Come uh, on. <laughs> I I thought my dog was dead for an entire day almost. I, I left for work, if you guys remember. So Hershey. you know how this guy feels, is yeah. that what you're saying? Kathy, <laughs> I, I, I um, got up. I knew that he was being laid to, to he was being put, put to sleep that yep. day. I, I had sat with him on the kitchen floor that morning. My mom was there. I had cried. I had said my last goodbye to this this dog Guy. that I that I got for my twelfth birthday. I was an adult. I had in my whole life almost. I, and I had to at work with you guys. I had to go to the bathroom at least three times to cry. Yeah. Okay. Because I knew my dog was being killed that day. I got home from work. He was still there. He was there. My mom saw the way I, how upset I was, and she called off the execution to my dad. I thought my dog was dead all day long, and when I came home and he was there. Now, listen, we should have put him to sleep that day. He was in a bad way. But, right. like, I mean, that way that guy had right, right, acted, reacts. like, that's how I was Do when I walked in there. you think that they should have put Tanya Roberts to sleep? Should have put I'm, her down. Yeah. I'm not saying that. Okay. I'm not saying that. She said no, I, I said I had Tanya on the kitchen floor, <laughs> and my mother was there. Yeah. And uh, then I went to work, and I got home, and she was there. She was playing with her favorite ball. <laughs> But you're saying you can you can understand how that would affect how you would feel being leading to believe that that someone who you love very dearly was dead. Preston, the, out there I all. mean, the amount of mental luggage oh my that you have to square away when you're okay. They're gone. They're gone. And Casey right. gets home. What? Yeah. Right. So he he's already begun. This boyfriend's already begun the process of my life has changed irrevocably. Yes. Huh? Right. This poor guy. Because now I, you know what he he may. If other people in his life pass away, yeah, well, well, he, he might say, "Well, maybe not." No, I, you know I, mean? I wouldn't say, I wouldn't take it as fact until I walked up and shot them in the leg uh, to right. see if there was a they reaction react or not. Uh, oh, so, no. anyhow, let me check. Let me check. Okay, bury him. <laughs> so the word is though she is in she is in critical condition. Uh, yeah. So yeah. so she may indeed pass. We don't know. Okay. So I, I'll let you know when we find out. But uh, but we needed to uh, to do a follow up on that. All right. Let's move on to love. Yeah. Yeah. Don right. Wells is alive. <laughs> New love might be in the air. No. Uh, it might be on tap for Olivia Wilde, who is photographed holding hands with Harry Styles following her split from longtime partner Jason Sudeikis. I like Jason Sudeikis, but Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles together. That's a combination of beauty that's almost unbridled. That, that does make sense. Yeah. Like, I, I think Jason Sudeikis is an attractive, uh, a, a good-looking man, you yeah. know. Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, I, that, that, that pairing never quite made sense to me. Uh, but uh, he has the sense of humor, and she was apparently attracted to that. But, right. yeah, Harry Styles does make sense. Yeah, she, got to, she has a little age on him, though, doesn't she? 36-year-old she director and 26-year-old singer okay. were photographed uh, together by the Daily Mail and Page Six. They had appeared to be holding hands at his manager, uh, Jeffrey Azoff's nuptials in Montecito, California. She's uh, directing a movie he's in. That is correct. Styles had served as an officiant uh, to Azoff's wedding to 
Glenn Christensen, who works for Apple Music, sources say that uh, Styles had been introducing Wild as his girlfriend. Oh. James Corden had reportedly helped the new Lovebirds cover their tracks by allowing them to hang at his house on the down low. The insider had said Harry had been staying at James' house near Palm Springs during filming. And so they were able to be alone and keep their relationship very secret. So everyone was really surprised and rather delighted when Harry brought Olivia as his date to the wedding and introduced her as his girlfriend. You know, there's a uh, somewhere in, I think it's in Bryn Mawr, there is a close friend of Harry Styles. Who, who and that prompts Harry Styles to come into the area occasionally. Remember there was that those pictures yeah, in, Wawa, Wawa, in Delaware. Yeah. So that's what happens. He'll come into the area to visit this friend. And, uh, you know, huh. uh, obviously in a clandestine fashion, if he can do it, but he's in the area fairly frequently. So she's directing him in Don't Worry, Darling, and he replaced Shia LaBeouf. Uh, and by the way, I do have a Shia LaBeouf story. Uh-huh. Vanessa Kirby released a statement to the Times of London about the abuse allegations filed by FKA Twigs against her ex and Kirby's co-star Shia uh, the Pieces of Women star said, I stand with all survivors of abuse and respect the courage of anyone who speaks their truth. Regarding the recent news, I can't comment on an ongoing legal case. Now, last month, Netflix had removed him uh, from awards consideration for Pieces of a Woman, which is set to land January 7th. Kirby remains in contention for Best Actress. In her suit, Twigs had accused uh, LaBeouf of systematic, systematic physical and mental abuse. The singer Sia had backed Twigs up, sharing her own allegations against LaBeouf as well. Now, LaBeouf addressed the allegations to emails to the New York Times. I didn't see this yet, saying that many of the allegations against him were untrue, while adding that he was in no position to, quote, tell anyone how my behavior made them feel. He had said, I have no excuses for my alcoholism or aggression, only rationalizations. I have been abusive to myself and everyone around me for years. Mm -hmm. Uh, He said, I have a history of hurting the people closest to me. I'm ashamed of that history, and I'm sorry to those I hurt. There's nothing else I can really say. So he's kind of owning up to the fact that he he has been a toxic individual for a long time. His life. That sounds like a calm, rational yeah, person yeah, yeah. to me right there. Yeah. Would you like an apple pie with that? Do it! <laughs> <laughs> He's, he just is a more high-strung person. Yeah. Uh, Would you his, like some uh, whipped cream on that? Just do it! Uh, his lawyer has said that the actor is seeking inpatient treatment mm. and has acknowledged that he needs help for addiction and psychological issues. So hopefully he gets the help that he clearly needs. Uh, spokesman for Larry King said yesterday that the broadcasting legend and former ta- longtime CNN talk show host has been moved out of intensive care. Hey, Larry. At Los Angeles Hospital where he's... Hey, 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 Larry. ...being treated for the coronavirus. Uh, the spokesman said the 87-year-old is breathing on his own after he had previously been receiving oxygen and had a video phone call with his sons. Well, that's very cool because he actually actually breathed on his own for the past 50 years. Uh, he had been hospitalized with COVID-19, and he had been moved to the ICU on New Year's Eve, but he, they have moved him out of ICU, so that's we, a good sign. We met him in person. He is the epitome and the the absolute description of of bony and frail, but... The guy has had so much medical uh, stuff in his life that he's triumphed over. Mm-hmm. It's good to hear he's beating this. He was a nice enough guy, too. He was very nice. Yeah. Yeah. It was just weird. Both you and I looked at each other and he said, I've got to go to my son's softball game. Yeah. What, what is your son, 58? <laughs> he's a lot smaller than I thought he would be. I'm very small. He's, uh, yeah, his, so he was actually 
he was going to see like his 10-year-old's, mm-hmm. 11-year-old son's softball game. Uh, let's see here. How about this? A memoir by Meghan Markle's estranged half sister, Samantha Markle. Uh, she's this is the she's the the woman who's in a wheelchair, right? Uh, I don't. I, remember. I, I believe this is the one who was making all the news a while ago. Both her and the dad were sort of the pariahs. Yes, correct. And, you know uh, that. Yeah, they were both releasing uh, or, or threatening with uh, books. And so, obviously, she's following through on it. This one's coming out on the 17th. The book will describe her relationship, or lack thereof, with Megan, and will be titled The Diary of Princess Pushy's Sister, Part 1. Published by Barnes & Noble, it's promised to explore, quote, the hidden truths of the family. A synopsis reads, amidst a firestorm of fake news and media mayhem, Samantha Markle shares the truth about her life and family, Against all odds and ultimatums as a royal fairy tale plummets from the tea towels. So this is what they need to do with this book. They need to put a divot in the hardcover so that you can rest the coffee table leg on it. (laughs) Because that's what it's going to get used as. Uh, Sometimes truth really is stranger than fiction. It continues on. There was the interview with her and she she came across as completely loony. Oh, this chick? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she probably was approached by... Oh, sure. I, I don't of course. Think this wasn't her yeah, idea. Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the second they, they, Casey, they scour the families and they try to cultivate these these books mm-hmm. because and, it'll sell. It's because yeah. it'll sell. And, and it'll be a flash in the yeah, pan. Yeah, they yeah. don't spend a lot of time with it. That's why they're always ghost written. Yep. Uh, let's see here. So the new Bachelor, Matt James. I it, watched it last night. Oh, oh did you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, is it the first episode? I don't. How many episodes well, uh, the, the episode it was the it was the long one with the limos showing up. That's okay. got to be the first, uh, right? One. That's the first one. Yeah. What did you think of the opening? Did you uh, see the very beginning? What I just saw was, the limos pulling up. It was there. a cold opening. Uh, a girl gets out. This no intro, nothing. Right? Cold open. The girl gets out of the limo, walks up to Matt, the bachelor, and hands him a vibrator. And she did it to set herself apart from it. It was actually, I laughed out loud. <laughs> it was funny. It was engaging. Okay. And she did it to be memorable. They had to black out, not the entire vibrator, <laughs> just the tip of it. Oh, so what I saw is, I saw like a, a girl come, so they're all coming out of limos. And it, 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 as the limos pull up, Preston, you're hearing from inside the limo. <laughs> was it the girl in the underwear? Yes. Yeah, okay. So that. she comes up in the underwear with, the, with her outfits. There's the other one who was wearing goat feet. Because yeah. she wanted to be... Yeah, so the, the girl go- comes up in her underwear and she has dresses. She wanted yes. him to pick to which pick. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yes. liked. And then the goat feet. What are you talking about? She's, wear- <laughs> she's wearing like like devil goat feet. Oh, my God. So she goes, I want to be the goat, the greatest of oh all. Oh, my uh, God. So dumb. they are they are now yeah. being nudged yeah. to, to do, stand out immediately because you by don't, doing something. You don't just whip that out when you, that no. has to be orchestrated with producers for yeah. camera coverage. Yep. And uh what did you think of him Nick as a He's, uh, he's a pretty likable guy. He uh listen, Steve, you and I have similar TV watching patterns, right? So you'll watch Wheel and then right yeah. into Bachelor, right? right so, that's what I did. Did you stick around for the whole hour, guys? No, no. I, I watched about I did the most of it. First 15 minutes or so. The dude does a lot of charity work. He works with these homeless kids yeah. in New York City. They they Pat- had a they had yeah. a little prayer session before the everything kicked in. And and uh, apparently this guy has never been even on TV before. He's not one of the guys that's tried out for The Bachelor a million times or whatever. So I don't like these shows, but uh, I'll watch them occasionally for our show or just, you know, because the TV's on. Uh, he's a really likable person. Well, he said that he admits in the promo he may have never experienced love before. I've never been in love. But he tells E.T. that he's ready for marriage. You ready to get married? Because <laughs> that's a big step. He said, I absolutely. Uh, that's why... That's why I came out here. Want to go for a bike ride? 
Uh, and I don't think that anyone is more is more so ready or not. It's something that you just know when you experience, he says. Remember, so. your magic is right here in your penis. Yes, so. In this vibrator. <laughs> So it's underway. Here's a photo of the of the girl that showed up with the vibrator to start the show. Oh my! Wow! God. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, she's not messing around. No, wow. she's not. That's that big one too. It <laughs> is. It's a good size one. And by the way, he's he's so tall that you get pressed in that uncomfortable tall hug it's with every. So when he All right. he, he does this, he's he's like yeah yeah yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. So so he had them all say a prayer. Right, they had a little, little prayer session prior. Right. So before they begin the debaucherous sex. Yeah, before they start handing out vibrators, yeah, 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 vibrators yeah, yeah. to each other. So I'd say a vibrator girl, probably not in contention if we yeah. do a public prayer no, session. but memorable. Memorable for sure. <laughs> Let me tell you something. That's all for show. That will go, uh, yeah, you know, there'll be, there'll be a lot of yelling for God, but it won't be under the yeah. auspices of God. <laughs> All right, uh, well, uh, Emma Stone is going to be a mom. Uh A source tells E.T. that Stone and husband Dave McGarry are expecting a baby. Uh, The source source says... Are you going to have a baby? They are going to have... I guess so. Well, it is... Do you have an external protopod as we do? (laughs) Oh, where the fetus grows outside of the body? I don't know. We inseminate it with our middle finger. (laughs) (laughs) And then the gelatinous gluten orb begins to levitate <laughs> and sprays spermatozoa all over the family. <laughs> all over the family? Exactly. That's and then it takes with one of us. It's a different, um, it's a different culture you guys live yeah, in. Yeah, that's how we roll. Uh, so the source says that they're, they're going to be the best parents uh, they are both great. No, they're not going to say they're going to be the worst. Great, mm-hmm. They're great with kids. They make such a great team, they said. While the couple may have not yet officially confirmed reports of the pregnancy, Stone did show off her baby bump while out and about in Los Angeles on the 30th. In uh, pictures published Monday, Stone held her burgeoning baby bump as she went for a walk with a friend in L.A. So in Lala land, um, <clears throat> at the end of it, she has her, her husband that she actually ends up with. Yeah. And he's from Empire Records and the, the, uh, the, uh, the, the, that thing you that do. Thing you do. Yeah. And <clears throat> what's his name again? Uh, Guy Patterson. That's, <laughs> he was, that's the drummer in, uh, right, right. You he's, you uh, know. he's, he's great. He's he, in tons of stuff. Yes. I, I just always forget. The hell, I always forget his name. I always confuse him with, uh, with, uh, an Arkin. Tom Everett a, Scott. Tom Everett Tom Scott. Everett Thank Scott. you. Man. And he's an, it's another case where it's like, yeah, that he's, He's good. He's yeah. a good guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like he's you didn't lose out. So uh, they they were apparently in pictures published on Monday uh, showing the baby bump. Stone and McCary baby bump. A segment director on Saturday Night Live got engaged in December 2019 ah. after dating since 2017. According to multiple reports, uh, they had secretly gotten married. Uh, in May, they sparked speculation that they had already tied the knot after she had participated in a video interview with Reese Witherspoon, and she had a ring, a sparkling band on, or a gold band on her uh, ring finger. Her you know, SNL sir, ter, sir, turns out to be a pretty fertile ground for people meeting there. Um, yeah, because if you look at uh, Scarlett Johansson, uh, you know she linked up with um, Colin Jost. Colin Jost. You have uh, for a while uh, Ben Affleck was dating one of the. Lindsay Shookus, yeah. who's a producer on SNL. Yep. Sudeikis and... Uh, Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde met there, too, yeah. Uh, yep. mm. So you're right. It is fertile ground. All right. A uh, couple other quick things, then we'll move along. Uh, Disney's Hulu and uh, Hulu! Live... 
Quick. And live TV subscribers will get Comedy Central, MTV, Nick, BET, and other legacy Viacom cable channels as part of their lineup. They're adding that to the subscription? To the live TV package, yeah. Didn't have them at their debut in spring of 2017, and they haven't until this agreement. And under the new pricing set December 18th, the baseline Hulu plus live TV tier with ad supported video on demand rose to 64.99 per month. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that's Hulu with live television. Okay. So it's essentially cable. It's like right? Yeah. You okay. know what Preston, I know that I listen. I was able to cut my bill down to $500 a month. <laughs> right. And and, and just oh by God. like they just came out with Discovery Plus. Have you seen the big push on this? No. And I'm like what? I'm, what? What more do you need? I, I, Seriously, uh, so, at some point, it's gonna have to. Yeah, it's gonna have to shrink down, or it's gonna have to dumb to down cave a little in. bit. Yeah. It, it will become. It will become. It won't become cost effective to roll out. Now, you, I get Disney. You have the, the yeah. Marvel Loads. universe. You have Star Wars. You have Pixar. so they they can be yeah. exclusive content providers of that stuff. Right, right. But in other cases, it's like. I guess at I some point I don't even point, know what I'm paying anymore. I guess at some point it's going to weed out the ones that don't have strong enough lineups right. and and those are going to those are going to port over to the bigger ones, those original programming and so on and it's just that the numbers are going to have to come down because I don't think that the 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 uh that the market share can contain all of that. Well, there's some also like there's a, there's a, a it's a cluster of channels Call under the umbrella Pluto. Are you familiar with this? Have you no, seen this? No. Uh, Nick, have yeah. you seen? No. no. Uh, Casey? Yeah. So um, I use Pluto to watch old episodes of Baywatch yeah. and, and crappy shows, and I love it. Like any time of the day or night, there's like eight different Pluto channels on showing <laughs> horror movies and old TV shows. I subscribe to... But, that, uh, but that's commercial driven. Right. I subscribe to Fubo. Because uh, when I was down the shore, it was the only place I could find uh, so I could watch football games uh, on Sunday. Okay. Right. Fubo? Mm-hmm. F-U-B-O. Fubo. Now we're just making and things. And then there's, yeah, yeah. there's two. Bimbo, Bobo. Bubo was the owl in Clash of the Titans, right? Mm-hmm. And Fubu, our shoes. Right, yeah. Yep. All right. And sit, Ubu, sit. Yes. yes. And Good dog. You know? End of uh, All right. family Well, guys. after its collapse, Queeby may be selling off the rights to its uh, original shows to Roku. <laughs> Right. <laughs> see, see what I'm saying here? Yeah, well, Queeby, right. by the way, you had massive firepower. You had some giants of the entertainment industry and it didn't by Queeby, and it did not take. Correct. So, uh, Queeby's portfolio, Queefy's portfolio <laughs> yeah. included shows uh, Survive, starring Sophie Turner and Corey Hawkins. Queefy. Dummy, Dummy, starring uh, Anna Kendrick. <laughs> uh, short form originals from Steven Spielberg, Guillermo del Toro, Jennifer yeah. Lopez, Sam Raimi, uh, Chrissy Teigen, Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. Uh, big big names, um, so they are. They may be selling those rights over to Roku now. Well, what they what they, the, that whole thing was premised on the fact that okay, here's shows that are going to progress in ten minute increments. Yeah. So you're going to have it's you know for the for the the people who don't have the attention span ten minutes, but it 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 didn't take. So over the holidays, uh, the Office finally stopped airing on Netflix, right? And yeah. so Peacock which is an NBC endeavor uh, and uh, originally owned all of the Office episodes, uh, put a heavy push on you can now watch The Office on Peacock. And it sits at the bottom half of your screen every time you go on. And this is a show that stopped airing seven years ago. You know, it's... (laughs) No, crazy. By the way, here's a text that says, I just saved $120 a month dropping cable and switching to streaming services. Yes, Yes, that's great. But as more (laughs) original and exclusive content... 
is available at these other streaming services, you're going to want to pay the subscription for them, and it's going to start to add up. So Wired, I think it was Wired, is one of the, the tech online sites, did a, did a thing, and they, they took down uh, 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 the list of what people watched. They did like a 1,000 people, and they did a comparison between the cable bill and the and the cord cutters, as they say. Right. And by the time they had re-accrued the shows they were interested in watching on the various services, they were no neck more than neck, five right? or six bucks off yeah. of where they were originally. Yeah. It'd be great if you could get a la carte like 50 cents a show. <laughs> Yeah, uh, a month. I do that actually, and, then, and you it would add yeah. up because you'd want more than a hundred probably. Yeah, you know. What yeah. I mean? So I don't know. CBS or just a channel, bo- not a show. Uh, just boosted their digital because I have a digital antenna. So CBS has a whole bunch of content that they provide, including MeTV, Steve. Yes, yeah, uh, which is in the twos <laughs> uh, on the digital antenna, whatever. So, right. but anyway, CB, I now get CBS more clear than I ever have on my because I use that uh, the digital antenna to watch CBS, but I don't have KC CBS All Access because I wanted to watch The Stand. Mm-hmm. You know, so like here's another platform where I can't watch something that I do want to watch. All right, well, let's move on and just get to the clips because we got to do that now in order to seek more independence. An 18 year old. On the autism spectrum decides it is time to find a girlfriend in a typical. In this clip, star Keir Gilchrist discusses the pressure put on himself to make sure that the show's representation of those on the spectrum is authentic. Here we go. I put a huge amount of pressure on myself. Um, I wouldn't say I fully just put it on myself. It's just part of the job. Uh, having this big of a part on a TV series is always... I mean, I've never done it before, so that's one part of it. But then playing Sam, it's just there's so much consideration that needs to go into every single scene and every single moment. Damn! You watch this, right, Kathy? Uh, yes, I do. It is streaming now on Netflix. Here is the next clip. Uh, a musician finds himself transported out of his body and must rely on the help of an infant soul in the movie Soul. And here, Jamie Foxx discusses the pride he has playing the voice of Pixar's first black lead. For me, I've never had to worry about turning my black up or turning my black down. I've just been me, and and it has always worked out for me. And I know that when when I do that, great things come out of it. So for me to be able to say and be proud to say, man, the first African-American lead in Disney Pixar, that's amazing. That, That feels good. Soul is uh, streaming now on Disney Plus. It's a great movie. Is he the first? Was what, what the, the the princess? Um, well, not Pixar. That's that's not. That's Pixar. just Disney, that's Disney. right? Yeah, okay, yeah, all right. Princess and the Frog. Yeah, yeah. which I actually liked. Did you yeah. ever see it? Yeah, it's I thought really it was pretty good. good. It's. I think it's my daughter. She's she's my daughter's favorite um, princess? princess. Disney princess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in uh, entertainment news. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. Don't forget Tattoo Tuesday. Check the text word tattoo to three nine three three three, and we'll see if you end up winning three hundred fifty dollars gift certificate from our friends at Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. We'll come back in just a moment. Stay put. MMR VIP. Sign up for free at WMMR.com for access to VIP contests, special deals, and to be the first to know about important stuff. It's like having an MMR backstage pass without having to do something nasty to get it. (laughs) Yeah, in the entertainment news, we had mentioned that uh, yesterday reported that actress Tanya Roberts had died. And for the record, we were saddened by that news. Certainly. Yeah, yeah. We uh, love Tanya Roberts. And uh, it, it came directly from her professional representative. And it was wild. But all the news uh, sites were, were posting it. <laughs> and it turned out that that representative had gotten secondhand news that was incorrect. 
and had put out a press release that she had passed. Even her her uh, boyfriend, I guess, uh, had thought. I, I think that the hospital had told him that she had passed somehow, so somewhere or another. The message had gotten wrong because because then he told the rep, and then the rep put out the the news. But then the rep the the boyfriend was doing an interview. And then gets a phone call live as he's doing the interview that says, no, she's still alive. Do you want to play that audio one more time? Sure, yeah. yeah. Here we go. Now you're telling me that, that she's alive? Oh, thanks the Lord. That's him taking a call while he's being interviewed. Thank God. What just happened, Lance? What was what was that? The hospital's telling me she's alive. <laughs> and they're, they're calling me from the ICU. So the hospital just called you right now and told you that Tanya's still alive? Yeah, <laughs> I'm so happy. Wow, I mean that's uh, that's just that's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so but we're we're on the, we're having a conference call. You know, we 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 chat every night before the the show, and and we're just turning off our thing in case I think it was your wife mm-hmm. said Tanya Roberts is still alive, and we're like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I I quickly logged over to a couple of sites, and 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 one night after another was reporting Tanya Roberts still alive. Now I've been I've been. Taken early on yeah. uh, by you know a report, a social media post of so and so had died. Oh man, bummer! And then it turns out to be bogus, right? This, that's been going on for ages. Either that, or they've been dead for ten years. Well, that too, <laughs> yeah. that too. But right. hang on. Yeah. But yeah. then, uh, then you know, then you get the. Uh, but this one, then, then if you search around a little bit, you can find out real quickly if somebody's dead or not. Mm-hmm. Sure. But everybody was reporting this, so I was like, as I saw the story in the morning, I made sure I checked. Yeah. As did I, like three I, I'm sites. Like, okay, let, let me check because Tanya Roberts is that level of celebrity where right. you could probably get by. You, know, you can get by with that, right. and uh, and sure enough, uh, it seemed legit and was. And then you know it was just a runny to report it. But what I wanted to do, and Steve and I were talking off air, is see if anybody listening has actually had this happen in real life. Now, listen, we've we've done the celebrity thing before, and a yeah, lot yeah. of people have, you've you've seen and thought somebody had died and they really hadn't. But but has it ever happened to somebody you knew? Or a relative, you, and you you were you thought for sure they were dead, and we're not talking like or a friend. Either. You're waiting in the in the like emergency right. room of the hospital, right. and, and and it's going back and forth, and you thought we're, we're, we're like you've labored under the misconception for a while that a family member or somebody was dead, and they were not. I one time, okay, so we, <laughs> I think we were getting ready for my high school reunion. And so I'm on Facebook, and, and people are asking about this person and that person. By the way, if it's, if it's ever happened, feel free to call us, 215-263-WMMR. I thought somebody was dead, and then you find out they aren't. So, you know, people are asking about this person and that person before high school reunion. Somebody asked about this guy, Todd, I went to high school. Right. And so I post, yeah, I heard he died several years ago. Oh, my God. Somebody had told, yeah. Oh no! I, and I had been told he he died, and you know, and so people were responding, "Wow, that's horrible! That's tragic! Blah blah blah! This and that!" And sure enough, dude's alive. Did he see the post? I, he wasn't on Facebook, okay, but no. after that, he got on Facebook, and yeah, and then I ended up seeing him at the reunion and oh, everything. No. And we got back in touch. I thought he was dead. Well, man. in many cases, and some of the famous ones are like you know, the, the, of course, the classic is you know the the uh, the reports of my death have been greatly exaggerated. Uh, but the, the, uh, one of the ones that comes to mind is the, there was a, and I remember this was news across the country mm-hmm. that Abe Vigoda had died mm-hmm. and he had not, yeah. uh, you know, and, and like he was completely fine and robust. These things just sometimes come out of left field and, and, uh, it's good to hear that they're alive. Yeah. Certainly. By the way, Todd had been in prison. So oh, there you there, go. There, there was uh, that. Same thing. That's almost been, dead. He had been dead to society. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Right. 
but uh, yeah, I can't imagine, especially a uh, a a loved one, uh, not just an acquaintance, and, and you find out, and and then. It turns around and you're like, wait a minute. And you have to, you got to really do an about face on that. Well, and there's there's different kinds of things. For some reason, I don't know why, it, the, the notion certainly when it plays, you, you you know, the other way is obviously a more negative where you think someone's alive and you find that they're, they're, they're dead. But the, the fact that someone is, is, is not and you've just, oh, yeah, I, I heard they were this and, yeah. and they're alive is, is like, well, how does that, how does no one follow up on that? Yeah. You know, like in this case. Uh, all right, we have everybody. Craig Ligons on the line this morning. Hey, Craig, good morning. Merry New Year. <laughs> Merry New Year, sir. Uh, so this happened to you, Craig? Uh, yeah. Well, it happened. To, well, it did. I didn't. I wasn't dead, but it happened that uh, someone I played uh, basketball with in high school. Uh, my brother told me that he was killed on a drive-by shooting. Oh man! And this was in the in the eighties. And everyone that I talked to, my brother's friend, all said the same thing that he was on a, on a phone booth. Remember when they were these glass? Right. Yeah. And someone drove by and it was a hail of bullets, and he died in the in the shoot. I said, "Oh, that's that's terrible." And there were three people said the same thing. Last year, I was waiting for a bus going to work. This is at six forty-five a.m. And Scotty walks by and says, "Yo, Craig," <laughs> and I didn't know the person. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, Scott, you know, it's like, uh, in uh, Oakland, you just like, yeah, I remember you, Scott. Yeah. How you doing? He's like, I'm good. I'm good. Um, you're not dead, right? <laughs> said, no, you're talking about a drive-by. I said, yes. Yes. Because, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that started, man. Everyone thought that. Yeah, I was so he so heard it from multiple people. He had had it happen before. That's wild. So in the moment you see him, uh, Craig, are you like, You've got to like do a like a mental check. Like, is this um, is this a vision? I mean, what were you thinking at that exact second? I thought I turned into Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but it, it was it was weird that he had heard the same story about his own death, though. Right. Yeah, oh, that's and funny. I thought I just he this was independent of him, but apparently he had heard that he had died in the drive-by shooting too. Wow! You know what, Preston? If you just jump in here quickly, I wonder for someone who has that, like obviously this friend of yours, uh, 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 Craig, like how does it? Is it amusing in the beginning, and then does it become like no, I'm, I'm alive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. it starts to become arduous. Well, yeah. this also yeah, happened it, at a time, uh, Craig. If uh, if I'm not mistaken, you said. This is before, like, Internet and Facebook. And... Yeah, this was, yeah I, I heard he had died in, in 88 yeah. from a wow. drive-by shooting. And this is back when, you know, during right before the Boys in the Hood and drive-by shootings was a, was a thing. Yeah, it was right. all the rage. Um, yeah, but then there, there was no Internet to corroborate it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, wow. All right, thanks, Craig. Appreciate it, man. I miss you guys. We miss, miss you. you, too. We'll see you soon, man. Take care. Uh, and and yeah, I'd like to know if if on the other side, if people thought you were dead yeah. at some point, yeah, and yeah. you had to <laughs> clarify that for them. Two one five two six three WMMR. I forget who it was, Preston. Uh, there's there's a list of you know. There's been hoaxes, and it used to be it was all the rage for well, for, for uh, a while for just to put, throw up a random name and say they've passed, and you know just to get internet traction. Yeah. Uh, but I forget who the celebrity was. But they, I remember them. It was an interview. And they were talking about the fact that they were presumed dead and knew they were missing out on roles because people thought they were dead. And yeah. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, the celebrity thing, and and you know we don't we, we've gone down this path before, yeah. but uh, yeah, my wife had 
sent me a, a, a post that was like, oh, so sad, Rue McClanahan had died, you know, from the Golden Girls. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, yeah, it's sad. Four years ago, <laughs> she died. Yeah, huh? Four years ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, we were reporting on the death of Diana Ross, were we not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, there was, was some that? sort of miss... And it wasn't Diana yeah, Ross. Yeah, it's, oh, it's it, maybe, late... it was, maybe it was yeah reported yeah. as you know in the birthdays is deceased or whatever. Yeah, it was the yeah. Or it was the other way the around. Late whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that was it. That yeah. was right. It. You're right. All right, hang on. Let me go to Maggie. Hi, Maggie. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, Maggie? So yesterday, I get a text message from my neighbor that my other neighbor, whom I've known since I was in first grade, like her son was my first kid. Okay. Tells me that she passed away. I was horrified and told me that she passed away actually Christmas Day. And I had zero idea because I've been working full time, not around. I immediately text that son of hers was my first kiss in like sixth grade. Oh, my God. Apologizing, saying, I'm so sorry to hear about your mom. I call our other neighbors who oh are all God. best friends for 30 years. No one had any idea. Oh, no. Then I get a text back. Oh, I'm mistaken. It's a different neighbor up the hill. Oh, oh my God! Oh. So they're all they're all livid. Yeah. Well, I, I, they're they're panicked. Yes. First of all, I would imagine, right? Horrible. If now I'm horrifyingly embarrassed because <laughs> I'm like, I'm so sorry to hear your mom has passed, and I didn't know. Oh my God! What oh, can geez. I do? I feel so bad. So Maggie, this <laughs> happened yesterday. Do, yes. do you want to clarify and say this person's name to, to to publicly say she is not dead, or would you rather keep her name out of this? I keep her name out of it because <laughs> I think, I mean, I, I said her son and I were going back and forth, and, and, and ironically enough, his mom's sister did pass away on New Year's Eve, but it had nothing to do with this story at all. Oh, my God. Can you imagine somebody saying, oh, my God, that poor family. They both die oh, within... I, Days of each other. Well, I was sort of right. Yeah, right. Got one. I got one. Oh, Maggie, you must have felt horrible. Oh, I was so I felt so bad. The son, and not only son, like the former neighbors who were forty years deep with the family. I'm on the phone with them, telling them she's passed. While I get the text that she's still alive. Oh my God! Well, listen, you 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 tried to do the right thing. You try, you know, that's sort of not to go off on a, on a tangent here. But Thank my, you, Maggie. My wife was talking okay. to somebody. Who talked about losing family members? And, yeah. and so, but she's she's like, I don't. Do you say, oh, how did they pass? Or 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 was you know like in other words, is the, there's a little song and dance that you do? I and, uh, yeah, I, you, you know, I hear especially when it's like, like um you, you sort want, of untimely when it's not an right. elderly person and they die. You want to well, how did they die? Right. I mean, listen. That yeah, I I, I totally understand the first that. Thing, yeah. Right. Right. You want to know? It, so that listen, if you are the person with the information, and you know how they died, step up and tell us how they tell, died. It's kind of like, <laughs> hey, this is my wife, and then yeah, the, yeah. The, then you're supposed to say your name. Yes. You're supposed, right. This is my wife Diane, and then you say your name. It's the same thing. Well, yeah. I, I, I think know, it's yeah. I think it's the human condition. We want to know no. yeah. how how it happened. I don't know why. Maybe it's a, a coping mechanism of some type or whatever. It's something to talk about. But but it's you, you just, just immediately want to know. The first question is how is that is what happened? Is that innately nosy? I, I just no. I I just 
And it's something like she, like we were talking. My wife and I were talking about. it. I was like, yeah, I, I do understand it. It's it's a weird thing. We I brought up the bit. It's it's uh, it's on a Netflix series, Preston, where they do an in memoriam section in an award show. <laughs> yeah. And not only do they include the death, but how they died, hit by truck. And, right. And somebody <laughs> goes. I don't think you include the, how they died. Right. Right. Yeah, but I think if you're like. I wouldn't ask. Like, I think if it was a oh, heart attack or yeah. cancer or whatever, that information is given up. If, if it's not given, it's something they don't want to talk about. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Not I, necessarily. Um, she might have a point, though. Yeah. I no, mean, no, 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 she does. You're not owed the information, but it's something that sometimes you, you, you want to comfort. I don't know. It's, right. it's a bizarre Or, or you thing. just don't understand. You don't yeah. understand. You, you exactly. don't understand. Yeah. I mean, I had a friend similar my age, I saw via Facebook that she had died, and I and I called her best friend who was a friend of mine, and I'm like, what happened? And it was horrible. Yeah. She took her own life, and, oh. and, and my friend... You know, told me, and I'm like, oh, it's unbelievable. God, oh my God. Mm-hmm. But I needed to know. I, I needed, I had to know. Yeah. You know, I, I couldn't, there was another, it's happened on a couple of occasions. You couldn't wrap your mind around yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it, it, it was confusing, and I needed some and kind of clarification. And it's understandable. So, yeah. All right, right, anyhow, back to the uh, Back topic. to the regular topic. At hand, uh, I am going to go to, yeah, this sounds messed up. I'm going to go to Pat. Hey, Pat, good morning. Good morning. What's up, Pat? Um, We received a call. Probably in 1992, that my brother had passed. Okay. He had, what had happened was he had... Can't, um, <laughs> you, you really put the emphasis on that word. <laughs> yeah. Pat, we can't we say that on the radio. Really beat the... <laughs> Right, anyway. And this effort, right. say, say crap. Yeah. Let me let me let me back up here. It says here on the screen. Let's we have a little detail here. Your brother was in Japan at the time, in Okinawa, in uh, DMZ. Okay. okay, and and apparently he beat the crap out of somebody. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, we received a call um, about two days later that he had passed. Doctor such and such had called my mother, and he had passed. So we all gathered at the house mourning his death. Oh my God! Where From does the, the beating the crap out of the guy part come into this? Um, apparently the guy called my mom, my mother, and said that he had passed. Oh, so he was he was trying to kind of get back at this guy because exactly. he got beat up oh. by him. So he was trying he to call false information. False information. Ah. Yes. Wow. All right, so how long did you guys think he was dead? For about two and a half hours until we finally contacted him over in the DMZ, which is, is not an easy place to get to, you know what I mean? Hey, yeah. are you dead? <laughs> so how does how does it go down? Yeah. What's that? How does it go down, the communication? How do you find out ultimately? Does he call you? Who calls you? No, my mother had to call uh, Camp Pendleton, actually, and then they contacted the DMZ, which contacted Camp Pendleton back and then contacted us. I'm not sure I understand everything, but I'm glad he's all he was all right at yeah. the time. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Pat. Appreciate it. He beat the... Hang <laughs> <laughs> uh, on. Uh, let me see here. And I am going to go to Mike. Hey, Mike, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, buddy? So uh, a friend of mine, this was back in uh, about eight, or eight years ago or so, he went missing uh, down in Florida. Um, he actually died, by the way. This is the whole moral of the story. But uh, 
during the investigation, somebody that was down there in Florida that was, you know, basically trying to steal the limelight of being the person to, you know, solve the case with the uh, sheriff's department went on Facebook in a completely different case. Uh, there was a, a body found in trash bags. And this person basically came out of the woodwork saying like, hey, Tyler's body was found, you know, in trash bags along, uh, you know, a lake. And so before Tyler. before it was even, this body was even identified, this guy said it, it was him. It was actually a girl, yeah. She was like, <laughs> later on, you know, later on was like sleeping with his dad and stuff. And, and, you know, he, wow, he, man. Jesus this is much darker than I thought. I, I was thinking, yeah, hey, you know what? Uncle Lou's alive. This one is well, body parts in a bag. Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, well, and like I said, at the end of the day, he he did actually pass away. And uh, he made national news. Uh, my friend, he, like, uh, they made a foundation for him and all kinds of stuff. And I was involved with the uh, Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office while here in New Jersey, basically trying to help locate him. He was missing for like four and a half months and uh, basically was murdered and, uh, he was a uh, hot shot with bleach and shoved into a trash can and left uh, like basically Dude, on the side of the building. What? what? All right, wait a minute, Mike. So hold on. Yeah. Uh, he was erroneously reported dead, but he actually yeah. it, it was just a different body was found. He was dead. Correct. And then everybody, you know, back here in Jersey saw on Facebook that this, you know, girl had posted like, "Hey, you know, Tyler was found." Right. You know, well, 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 to, and, cl- and, to clarify that we we. We were looking for the misapprehension of death. He actually was dead. That was, that was, That's well, that a sad was story nobody, involving body parts in a bag. Well, nobody nobody knew that he was actually, in fact, you know, dead at the time. Uh, he was, he was <laughs> so here's the rub. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got gotcha. you. Not not quite yeah. what we're looking for. But the, Pre- yes, appreciate it. Thank you. It's a story. It's just story. funny. Um, I'm yeah. thinking, hey, you show up at the party, <laughs> and Charlie shows up. No, I've been living in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, no, this one turns out Charlie's been chopped to death. Yeah, yeah. And he is dead. He, no, he's still but dead. It just wasn't the other one and that was just dead. the wrong body. Yeah. It's crazy. There are two people dead in this story. Yeah, story with it's a twofer. The story with body parts in the trash bag doesn't qualify. <laughs> That's a good story. Yeah, you know. Oh my god, I, I thought he was the original body. He's the second one in the bag. Boy, do you have egg on your face? <laughs> no, and I appreciate the story, but it's, it's right. a different tone and tenor. So, since we took a departure, I'm going to take another departure. Okay. Uh, John's been on hold for a little while, and this this sounds kind of interesting. This is not. What we're talking about, oh, but no. I want I want to get John. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, morning, guys. How you doing? Good, good. Okay, so what, what's this story? So about two and a half years ago, I was diagnosed with cancer. Believe it or not, same kind Oscar Lindblom from the Flyers was diagnosed with. Okay, okay, and he's recovered. And so I needed seven to ten months of chemotherapy. Okay. However, when we called my grandfather. Uh, my mom broke down crying after she only got out the words seven to ten months. Oh, wow. And then my dad took the phone from her, and they never um, filled in the gap. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> oh, you poor so I wake up the next morning to a text from my grandfather at four in the morning. Mm-hmm. He, is not, he is not a night owl. He spent the entire night drinking because he thought his grandson had seven months to live. John. Beautiful text that he's like, you know, you have to make the most out of this time that you've been given. And I turn to my mom and I'm like, what the hell did you tell <laughs> <Yeah. her?" laughs> oh <my God. laughs> 
<laughs> but so, in a weird way, like that ended up being a huge gift for your grandfather. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it really, it, you know, it really did. Um, but, you know, thankfully, I've been two and a half years cancer free. God, God bless. That's awesome, man. And we and, still tell that story. And, no, and is, is your grandfather still with us? And he, he is, and he's doing really well. Oh, That's great. That cracks me. It's, it's like the uh, Thanks, there's, there's a commercial that runs. It runs occasionally during Jeopardy, <laughs> Nick. Maybe you've seen it where the woman's sitting. I, I had a health scare, and, the, and the, the, the family's around the bed. I just wanted you to know I've made provisions for you <laughs> in my will. And you almost see the one guy, you, you have a will? <laughs> yeah. Really? Uh, how how well are we taking care of in this way? Uh, you know, but it, it's just a very uncomfortable thing. But wow. How long ago was this, Marissa? I remember this. Yeah. Okay, so apparently at one point, Hulk Hogan thought that Bam Margera was dead. He was talking about... Um, Ryan yeah. Dunn? Ryan Dunn, yeah. Oh. And he got confused. And he posted a picture of him and Bam. And he, and he wrote, he wrote <laughs> damn Bam, I wish you were still with us. I sure would love to hang out again. My brother, love and miss you. And Bam just writes back, I am alive, brother, but miss you too. That's great. Let me go over to Dave. Hi, Dave. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How you guys doing today? Great, Dave. What's Dave! your story, man? <laughs> well, I actually went to my 15-year high school. Uh, oh. oh, hang on a second. Let's let the, the line clear up. So Dave, I think, was saying he went to his 15th high school reunion. And then what happened, Dave? Uh, back in 91, and everyone there was convinced I had been killed in a robbery, shot three times in a robbery. Wow. Okay. So did you hear where that started from or how that, that began as a rumor? Uh, no, I never found out where it began, but I mean, it, it was it was straight out of Escape from New York. Everyone I saw at the reunion, they came and they're like, "Dave, I heard you were dead." Yeah, Snake Plissman. So let me ask you: at that time, would it have been a possibility that you might have been shot dead in a robbery, or was it completely out of left field? No, no, no. I I buried a lot of friends back in the late eighties. That were doing the same stuff I was doing. Were it, they it dead when you? Yeah, <laughs> did you kill them? <laughs> no. Okay, so you were running with the kind of you were running with the crowd where that was a viable story. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's all right. drugs or alcohol or robbery. Yeah, that was all possibility. How, how great is this? Dave walks into his high school <laughs> reunion, and the first things he, he sees is a life size photo of him in yeah. like a gold yeah, frame. Yeah, yeah. Wow, they're honoring me tonight. Oh, my God. He will be missed. <laughs> I will remember you. We want to thank Dave for wearing the suit he was buried in. <laughs> All right, thanks, Dave. Oh, my God. Uh, let me see here. Oh, this must be horrible. I'll go to Kenny. Hey, Kenny. Good morning, homies. What's up, bud? <laughs> All right, so... Um... Back in the, the mid-90s, I was, I was a teenager who lived in um, far northeast Philly, and, and all the kids on my street and the surrounding streets, you know, we all played street hockey. My dad was a semi-pro goalie back in the day, so, you know, it was real, you know, that's what the neighborhood did. And, and um, now apparently there was a kid that lived in the street behind me that had the same last name. Never met him before, had no clue, you know, of his existence. And uh, one, one evening, um, my mom got a, got a call. And it was from a neighbor down the street. And um, it worked friendly with him, but, you know, it was kind of odd. It wasn't, you know, like, like typically getting calls from him or, or nothing like okay. that. And, uh, but he's also the, the guard at the ER at the hospital down the street. 
and he calls and he goes uh, that we have a very Polish last name, so it's not a very common name. Right. And this is um, blah, blah, blah. I'm so sorry to hear about your son's passing. He was always such a good oh, no. kid. I can't believe it. Here, just mistaken. But but the name, close age, it was the kid that, that uh, lived behind me. He he died in a hockey accident. He fell and hit his head. Oh. And he died. But the neighbors saw my name or saw our last name and called my mom thinking that it's, uh, it's me. Yeah. And and she goes, now, thank God I was home. She goes, no, he's upstairs playing Nintendo. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Oh, so at geez. least it yes. didn't. It didn't get to the the level of believability because you could actually kill someone mm-hmm. by delivering news yeah. like that. Yeah, you, you could kill someone. Attack. Yeah, yeah. Close call. My mom is the nervous type. Had I not been home, she literally would have had a heart attack. Jesus, wow. it was All a right. close call. Yeah, no what are the odds? Thanks, Kenny. Appreciate yeah. it, man. Uh, Where'd you get that hat, Kenny? Where Where'd that come from, Kenny? <laughs> Uh, let me see here. I'll go to, I have a few other calls we can get to. I'm going to go to, uh, uh, no, that's no one. Uh, that's the wrong line. Let me go to Dave. Hi, Dave. You're on the air. Bing, bing, bong, bong. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that in a long time. What's up, Dave? Uh, I worked at a TV station up in Scranton back in the mid-90s and worked the night shift. So every night we'd go out drinking afterwards. Around 1 a.m., this one guy, Mike. Uh, somebody stands up and says, I want to go fishing. Total stranger. They grab two six-packs, and they leave the bar at 1 a.m. Next day, we get to work. All of us are there for like 3 o'clock shift. We're all waiting. Mike is late. We're wondering where's Mike. Lead story on the news, we find out. Two guys drowned in a lake. Oh, my God. Okay. So we're sitting there waiting and waiting, and there's no confirmation about the people's names, anything like that. Mike finally shows up about an hour and a half late. Walks into the back door of the building. We all ran and just dogpiled him. Everybody thought he was one of them. Wow. He has no clue what's going on. He doesn't know the lead story. We had all the producers calling every police station, every hospital, trying to confirm the identity if it was him before he walked in the door. Wow. And it was never now, been so happy to see someone. Did it turn out the guy that said, I'm going to go fishing, was one of the people that was dead? No, they, they were both alive. Turns out the guy was just having a bad day. He was getting divorced from his wife. He okay. wanted to go fishing at night, and Mike went with him. <laughs> oh, so Mike did go fishing. Wow, okay. Mike did go fishing, yeah. Wow. He was on the lake with the guy all night, and he was like, okay, I understand why you thought I was dead. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Nice. Jesus. All right, thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. All right, <laughs> let me let me go to this call because Roger's been on hold for like 20 minutes. Roger, good morning, sir. Good morning, guys. What's up, buddy? Hey, uh. So I work in the correctional field. Okay. Prisoner goes out to the hospital. We got to sit out there with them. You know, no big deal. Somehow or another, it got back to the prison that the guy that we were sitting on died. Okay. Um, so one day we're just sitting there, and all of a sudden, captain comes in, ship commander comes in. This guy's family all walk in, crying, talking about, you know, he's dead. So we can't just let them in. None of us had a clue what was going on. So me and my partner are just sitting there as everybody's walking in crying, lawyers, family, uh, higher-ups, everything like that. Oh this guy's just not sure what's going on. Uh, um, so somehow or another, it got back, and no, still nobody knows how uh, an entire prison wasn't able to get their stuff together. Okay. So this guy wasn't dead. So the, the guy was actually at the prison fine. He, he was there alive. Yeah, he went out for, like, a routine procedure. And... <laughs> oh, my God. And comes back, and the entire family, plus lawyers, so they were lawyered up, show up ready to uh, uh, move ahead now on uh, litigation and burial and all that stuff. Yeah, 
uh, they were talking they, as they were walking in. They had the doctor, and they were talking to the doctor about pulling the plug, and the doctor just didn't know what was happening either. It was just, it was <laughs> pulling the plug. So they thought he was brain dead. Oh, wow. my God. Wow. wow. All right, thanks. Really weird situation. That is weird. All right, thanks, Roger. Appreciate it. Well, <laughs> All right, well, anyhow, Tanya Roberts is alive. Yes. Uh, she was in critical condition, so right. I, I don't know what the story is on that. We'll, we'll do the follow-up. But, yeah, it can, it, can, it can go right to the direct... Next of kin, the loved one that thinks that somebody had passed away and they are indeed still alive. So, obviously, there's tons of stories uh, that fall into that. Some wild stuff. Wow. All right. Listen, I want to take a break because we got some B-File stories coming up in just a moment or two. I want to remind you we have a Tattoos Day today. It's a chance to win a Preston Steve Tattoo, $350 gift certificate from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. So, text the word Tattoo to 39333 and you just might win one. We'll be back in a second. Stay with us. WMMR at radio.com. Yes. Yes, you can. All right, let's do this file thing. Here we go. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you by AutopartsExpert.com. Hard to find. Brand name parts available same day. I love this story. We're going to start with this. Celine Dion, super fan in the UK, got drunk. And legally changed his name to hers and then forgot about it the next morning. Oh he could change his name legally that quickly? Yes. So here's here's how this all happened. Okay. okay so uh, it's all coming back to him now. The 30-year-old Celine Dion uh, named uh, Thomas Dodd said, or the C- Formerly. Dion, yeah, said that he came up with the idea while he was getting drunk Late night watching a TV concert by the 52-year-old Canadian crooner on Christmas Eve because he loves her. He said, she is my go-to person I listen to when I need cheering up. And he said he spent so much, he spent much of the pandemic watching concerts while at home, including one by Celine Dion over the holiday that was accompanied by a magnum of champagne given to him by a friend. He said, that'll probably explain a lot. Uh, while enjoying the show, he spent about uh, $122.00. And officially took her name via an online application. However, the details are a bit fuzzy. He said, I honestly, hand to heart, don't remember doing it. I remember watching the concert, and I remember getting rather tipsy. Well, days later, he came home from work, and he found an envelope with the documentation waiting for him that would have been sent him to his house. Okay. He said, initially, I had to sit down. I couldn't believe it, so then I checked my bank account, which confirmed it all. He said, once it sunk in, though... I signed it straight away as I blooded wow. her. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. So he went through he with went it. He went through with it, yep. Uh, he shared images of his change of name deed on Twitter, and yes, he did update his social media name to reflect the side-splitting switch, which includes his old signature plus a new one in a box that is marked Mr. Celine <laughs> Dion. That's great. So he was drunk while he did it, and then he was sober when he, he made it, it official. Yeah. So he, went, he went for it. Well, that's commitment. Celine has not responded to this as of yet, from what I understand, but I think she owes him something. Yes. I mean, you know, send him a, an autograph. A or nice gesture. Like yeah. A Colombian man was detained in Barcelona after he reportedly tried to smuggle out $34,000 worth of cocaine <laughs> under a poorly fitted toupee. It is one of the funniest photos I think I've ever seen. $34,000 worth of cocaine under toupee. What was he doing, like a kid and play thing? Steve, it, it's worse than that. So it's he, it just looks like he put 
a, a rug on top of a bump on top of his head. <laughs> you want to see it? Yeah, yeah, come, come over there. Yeah. Look at the picture on the right because that's what he was wearing into the, the airport. You see? <laughs> Police said the man caught their attention when he arrived. It looks on, like a, a raccoon is sleeping on his head. On a flight from uh, Bogota, June 18th, and appeared nervous. Officers had the man remove his wig and found a package stuck on his head with about $34,000 worth of cocaine. Where did that come from? The statement included a photo of a middle-aged man at a wig and his eyes blocked out, but police gave no more details regarding his identity. That's my toupee glue. Uh, it's unclear if he is still in police custody or I, I, not. I mean, he literally looks like a mummer's headdress. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. A man has been jailed for slashing and threatening another man with a knife after a disagreement over silly string. Marlon Nelson cut the man's wrist in front of his victim's 10-year-old daughter, the court heard. Oh, my heard. God. It Over followed, silly string. Yeah, followed a ridiculous argument after one of Nelson's children sprayed silly string on a cash machine, and the man asked the youngsters to clean it up. Not so silly now! Nelson was jailed for 27 months. The court had heard that he started shouting at the man outside a post office before taking his children home, arming himself with a knife, and then returning to find his victim. The judge said you followed him around the shop, you pointed the knife at him, pointed it towards his throat. In the end, he ended up with a defense injury to his wrist. Wow. He told Nelson if someone had done that to his children, you would want that person sent to prison. In a victim impact statement, the man said, I thought that he was trying to kill me. He was shouting aggressively and coming at me with a knife. If I didn't move, I felt that he would have severely hurt me. Uh, Nelson, who was sentenced for wounding or inflicting grievous bodily harm without intent, was also handed a concurrent sentence of 14 months for having a bladed article in a public place. Silly string is a lot of fun, but it can get annoying occasionally. Have you ever seen it go up over a fire? Yeah, yeah, it's very flammable. Very flammable. The the aerosol part of it is really flammable, yeah. Uh, Though 5G technology and the coronavirus have absolutely nothing to do with one another, that hasn't stopped conspiracy theorists around the world from falsely linking the two. And one of these debunked theories is that the recently rolled out COVID-19 vaccines contain microchips with 5G technology designed supposedly to track our every movement. To that end, what was promptly uh, promoted, I'm sorry, as a leaked photo of the top secret schematic of this microchip recently began going viral. Of course, though, the schematic in question doesn't actually display a top secret 5G chip. In fact, what it shows is the reworked circuit of a Boss Metal Zone distortion pedal for a guitar. (laughs) Wow. The discrepancy was first spotted by Mario Fusco, a uh, senior software engineer at Red Hat, who took to Twitter to point it out. He said, here in Italy, people started to share this figure, claiming that this is the diagram of the 5G chip that has been inserted into the COVID vaccine. In reality, it is the electrical (laughs) circuit of a guitar pedal. I just got the vaccine. Watch what happens when I push my Adam's apple. (laughs) (laughs) Is this cool? Oh, that would be Is awesome. Is that cool? All right, all right. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> uh, indeed, do you feel a, like we do? A, <laughs> yeah. A closer look at the schematic reveals bass. I want a vaccine. Uh, reveals bass, treble, and volume labels, among other dead Come giveaways, <laughs> that it was not, in fact, to be put in your bloodstream upon receiving the va- the vaccine. So, yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, then we'll do one last story. A cow elk was rescued after it got stuck in a lawn chair in Colorado. Man, they're getting casual these days. <laughs> right? They're just chilling Sitting around the fire pit. Yeah. Mm, little hot toddy. Uh, Co- Colorado Parks and Wildlife says a local homeowner reported the cow elk was stuck around its neck and front legs. 
Uh, they were able to immobilize the cow elk and remove the chair without complications. So it was a cow elk? Yeah, it was a female. It uh, was an utter catastrophe. Oh, wow. That this, this thing is enormous. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're very big. And that is what we have in the Bizarre File for you. Excuse me. Let's take a break. Come back in just a moment or two and see what else we can get into nice. on this kind of drab-looking Tuesday. We'll sunshine it up for you. We'll be right back. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Steven's brand new deep navy blue and sparkling 24 karat gold dipped twinkle twinkle rose is here. Don't miss out. Imagine the blue color of the sky just before the sun sets when you can start to see all the stars sparkling in the night sky. See Steven's exclusive twinkle twinkle rose now at IHateStevenSinger.com. Real jewelers, real roses with a real lifetime guarantee. Ship fast and free. Check out the entire collection of Steven's famous roses starting at only $59. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Stephen's brand new deep navy blue and sparkling 24 karat gold dipped twinkle twinkle rose is here don't miss out imagine the blue color of the sky just before the sun sets when you can start to see all the stars sparkling in the night sky see Stephen's exclusive twinkle twinkle rose now at IHateStevenSinger.com real jewelers real roses with a real lifetime guarantee ship fast and free check out the entire collection of Stephen's famous roses starting at only $59 that's IHateStevenSinger.com Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Let's see. Case stepped out for a second. He had to go get something from for me, but I shouldn't have had him step out because I need the proper music. Yeah. Uh, here he comes. I don't yeah. know where he keeps Here it. he be. Uh, I have various stories about things in the realm of food, oh. culinary uh, story, so I think we should, uh, yeah, I think we should do the Connoisseur. It's time for the first edition of the Connoisseur for the year 2021, and boy, does the Connoisseur have some incredible stories for you. Wow. Incredible. Uh, I gotta sell it. <laughs> I, I do appreciate it. Uh, and where the hell was, the, oh yeah, here it is. Right, there is actually, a, well, there's a big general one. Well, there's a, there's a couple of really good ones. There's local, and then there's national, there's, I've got fast food, i got a little bit of everything, so... Why don't, I, why don't I start with You're this? You're the Edward R. Murrow of connoisseur stories. You're good, the connoisseur. Good night and good eat. Yeah. Um, no, McDonald's next, month's plans, next month plans to add three crispy chicken sandwiches to its menu okay. to capitalize on the growing demand for chicken burgers. There's a Not big demand. Yeah. Not chicken burgers, chicken sandwiches. Yes, for uh, fried chicken sandwiches. Fried and, chicken sandwiches. And, and I guess it is to piggyback on the uh, Chick-fil-A and Popeye's mm-hmm. phenomenon. The battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there are definite signs in that battle between Chick-fil-A. Casey, you become a Popeye's chicken sandwich convert. Yeah, I am. I do love Chick-fil-A myself. Yeah. I have not had the Popeye's chicken sandwich, though I do love Popeye's chicken. Oh, you haven't had the... Oh, man. I have not. I haven't either. No. Okay. It is... Well, I mean, it's way different. the The outside is way crispier. Yeah. Um, so you're, you're, you know, I don't want to say it's better or worse than Chick Fil A. It's just different, and it's, um, I, I don't really, you know, it's like I, I don't. You try to remain open minded in the I world. Am, well, because I love Chick Fil A. I had Chick Fil A on a Saturday. I had a spicy chicken sandwich. Saturday. Um, <laughs> um, but I do love me some Popeyes, and the fact that I have one near me. Um, and Broomall is like great, you know. Uh, and and Chick Fil A, mm-hmm. no matter how busy their drive-through is, 
You're always through in in a heartbeat. I've, I've, I've that. said that since the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. Chick Fil A yep. and uh, uh, Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts, all of them. The lines like reach out into the street, wrap around, but you're there for less than five minutes. They know how to move. They it. know how to yeah. move it. Uh, they like to move it. Move it. So I'm um, interested to find out what uh, what uh, McDonald's is going to do to their because they have right. a chicken well, sandwich. Well, I'm here to tell right you. here. Yeah. yeah. So they uh, will be served three ways: crispy. Spicy and deluxe. Ooh. Uh, starting February 24th, by the way. This deluxe is sort of a vague description. The spicy chicken sandwich will be served with a spicy pepper sauce and pickles on a potato roll. Potato. Potato. And the deluxe chicken sandwich will have additional toppings like shredded lettuce, Roma tomatoes, and mayo. But I don't know about the other one. So we have the spicy chicken. We have the spi- uh, crispy, spicy, and deluxe. So I guess crispy will be... Without the spicy stuff. Okay. All right. I can rock a crispy. They, they all sound like they have potential. I'm I, a spicy uh, guy, definitely. You know what? Oddly enough, when it comes to regular, to, to um, uh, I don't like just a regular grilled slice of chicken from fast food places. I prefer it be, crispy it up then Bread just and to dress it up. Right? Yeah. 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 So let me ask you a question. McDonald's has had chicken sandwiches in the past. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. So I don't know how this is going to be different. Are they going? Yeah, what's the story here? Yeah, that, uh, that I don't know. They've rotated a bunch of options out over the years. I worked there for four years. I've talked about it many times. But uh, when I was there, there was the grilled chicken, Steve, which I agree with you. It's okay. But if you're going to go fast food, you might as well get the, yeah. the crispy chicken. Uh, but there was only the McChicken, right? And that came with shredded lettuce, yeah. uh, grilled chicken, and mayo. Yeah. Uh, they've changed it up over the years, I think, to compete with, like, the Popeyes. Uh, I, I love Wendy's spicy chicken, you know? It's so, really great. The, uh, That's McDonald's- a good one, too. <laughs> Thank you, Gene. I think the McDonald's uh, chicken has gotten uh, just kind of boring over the years. Okay. So, wait, Burger King uh, will sell things other than burgers. This might be a dumb question. Does, Furniture. Does Chick-fil-A only sell chicken or yeah. their burger options? No, as no far burger. as their meat, yeah. It's just, just chicken. Just chicken. Okay. Yeah, just chicken. Just chicken. And, and nothing but. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know what the plans are for making this stand out amongst the other I wonder if we're looking, and I actually did read an article about the rebirth of the drive through and fast food, you know, restaurants. Obviously, we hope that all restaurants are able to come back online and, and get back to all of that stuff. But we are going to see revisions and, and improvements that are going to take place just because of necessity. Yeah. And you're talking about the way to process, you know, people through the drive through and what can be offered, um, you know, and, and so... Making that fair, more um, competitive, I think you're going to see these uh, these menu items across all of these chains step up. Well, yeah, and so and I think McDonald's and I love McDonald's. Um, I, the only thing that they really need to do, I think, to to compete is is to change. A couple they're, they're, things. It's well, to completely no, change. No, no, no. It's to completely change everything and stop selling burgers. <laughs> no, their burgers are fine the way they are. As a matter of fact, they changed like their quarter pounder, which is my go-to. They they changed the quarter pounder just a, a little bit, and it's way better than it was. And I liked it before. Mm. I was a big fan. I, yeah. So my my go-to used to be the the uh, I do the double quarter pounder. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Completely naked. No ketchup. No nothing on a roll. No cheese. No cheese. Nothing. So just two burger patties and, and, bread. and bread. Yeah, yeah. But the burger That's patties boring, are boring. It is boring. You need wow. a lot of water for that. But I did yeah. like it. I no. Re- yeah. Okay. No, the burgers are juicy. I think they're juicy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so by the way, speaking of staying with fast food for a moment here, uh, this was an informal study by the Daring Kitchen blog. They used negative geotagged tweets from Twitter 
to show the most hated fast food chains in America. The most hated? So it... this is this is informal. And this is it's showing negative geotag tweets. Huh. Okay. I wonder if this is based on service or food. Uh, I, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately, they don't go into depth. Just negative is, is the vague term that they've used. And they showed that Burger King is the most hated fast food chain in the U.S. Huh. Followed by McDonald's, Taco Bell, Wendy's. And tied for fourth was KFC and Arby's. Do you know what's going to, I think, figure into this is actually the amount of these locations. You're going you're gonna, to, the, the yeah. more that you're exposed to these things, the more likely you're True. going to get both positive and negative. Yeah. yeah. Comments. So my mm, uh, hang up with any fast food restaurant is never usually the food. It is it will be the service. The service. Really? And uh, there was a place around here that I used to go to, and the and the lady that worked the register was just um, rude, n- rude, nasty. Yeah. And and I just gave her. What nothing. do you want, jerk off? Well, kind of yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. Steve. And I gave her nothing but positive vibes, and I got none of that in return. Honestly, it's, yeah. so for for anyone who has a fast food place or anything that we you deal. That face that you're sticking up behind the register to take the order means everything. Yeah. Yeah. A business lives and dies by the interface. Well, I was saying to Preston yesterday that there's a place that I like to go to near my house. And I, this guy who works the register, I think he might actually even be the owner of this place. And he is such an a-hole. Really? And that that, that uh, at some point. Because that's what I was saying. Yeah. Have I'm, you been I'm, there, Preston? I, I, no, but right. I was just like, well, maybe it's poor training. He's like, no, nah, I think he's the guy that's training other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Steve, the the last time I went, uh, this is how he handed me my cup to fill up. He goes. Just slams, slams it down. It like, down. Why are you slamming things you, at me? Why are you like, right. going back? Because it's the only one. Sometimes you have to go to places out of convenience. Yeah. yeah I you know what I mean? That's why I, yeah. I, had a, I, I had a guy one time who I'd, I'd gotten to know. Because uh, I went to this uh, McDonald's regularly, and he had asked me. He's like, "Hey, so why do you why do you come by here?" He's like, "I'm just curious," because I'd seen him enough times, and, and he knew who I was on the radio. He's like, "Hey, why do you come by here?" And I said, "Well, listen, I'll be honest. It's mainly out of convenience because it's right by here." I said, "But I go, you know what? If, but I, I have to commend you on how you trained your staff because if yeah. your staff." Was not as friendly as they are. I would go out of my way to not be here. And you're, but even though so some, <laughs> but even though sometimes you really want to go somewhere else, and this is just happens to be the most convenient place. Sometimes you go there, even if it's crappy service. No, sometimes. I, I don't like okay. once I get the crappy service, especially if it's more than once. I, I'm yeah. if somebody did that with the cup like that case. I'm done. I, I don't think I'd ever go back. Yeah, and hey, so, cup smacker. Uh, my buddy just texted me. No, it's not Freddy's. Freddy's. They're always great at Freddy's. Um, and Nick, I'm giving this guy one more time. Okay, and Steve, I'm going to ask him about his his attitude. If yeah. if I go there again. Like guns ablazing, I, I, nice positive vibe. Because I'm always like, hey, I do man, it all the time. Yeah. I, I will, I will say, are you having a bad day? Yeah, uh, is everything okay? Yes. And then, and then you can sometimes they'll snap out of it and go, oh, oh, okay, because you do have to give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, it's it's a service to them to let them know you're probably losing business because you're being such a dickhead. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I'm moving yeah, on. I got some on. Uh, this is local. Uh, Iron Hill Brewery, who we've had a relationship for decades. Awesome, awesome. Um, uh, they are opening a production brewery. Uh, oh, so interesting. They, yeah, so they're, they're going to actually can uh, their nice. beer now. A bunch yeah. of uh, local microbrewers have done that over the last two decades, really, um, and have, a lot, have had a lot of success doing that. Uh, one large enough to brew 20,000 barrels annually. Nice. 
roughly 20 times what one of its brew pubs uh, can make I, in a year. So we would own, like, Kevin Finn for, for years. Yeah, mm-hmm. two decades, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, honestly, when we first started at uh, Y100, um, you know, going over to uh, Main Street in uh, in Media mm-hmm. and going to the Iron Hill Brewery was was yeah, a, a it was very, our, yeah, it was regular lunch. Thing, yeah, they totally a regular Saturday night thing. <laughs> that that oh yeah, that um, restaurant oh, yeah. and brewery in particular completely changed the, the entire landscape of State Street and Media and Phoenixville. Mm-hmm. They they changed uh, Bridge Street in Phoenixville. They helped turn that town around. They, they did the same thing in Media. Yep. Steve, you know they changed their hummus plate. <laughs> Well, More I, importantly, forget about the beer. Have they cha- I love <laughs> um, their hummus. I know they, but they changed the way they serve it. It's still good. It's okay. still delicious. Uh, it's just different. It doesn't come with uh, the feta cheese and the cucumbers and all that what? anymore. No. And the There's chickpeas. Like, yeah. Those are two of my favorite. Oh no 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 no. I know. I started eating hummus with cucumbers and feta cheese because of Iron Hill Brewery. Mm. I think we had to. We. we I'll meet you in front. We're here. We're queer, and we want our feta back. Yeah. Uh, so this is the 19th location uh, for the Brew Pub Empire, uh, and its 20th outpost is expected to open up this year outside Atlanta, hmm. which I didn't know they expanded that far out. Super um, well-run place, and there, and again, the the um, uh, the, the food is great. They, I, I love to hear this too because that means that you know, um, with all this crap going on, they're you know they're thinking long game, and and it, it's promising for the future. Could you ever buy the beer except in a growler? Well, I so no, I, I only, bought it only for in growlers. Yeah. No, they because they can them as well. They, they do. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So they would bring and by special well. ones. You could buy like little four packs. Okay. Stuff. So you could get those at the brew pub, but now they're going to want they're going to try and get these out on uh, store, sh- you know, in the yeah. uh, shelves for you yeah. to buy them. Yeah. Cool. I I'm always an idea guy, and I I recently I think I had because there. <laughs> There, there's a there's an influx of of micro brews, so to speak, and I had this idea the other day about a micro brew, and it's is there a beer out there called beer? Like, is there like a, yeah. like a brand? There is. I've seen it. Yeah, it's a generic can that says beer on the side. Oh of it. man, yeah, yeah, it's a good idea. It's such but a good idea that it, that somebody, somebody had it. it. Somebody beat you to it. Casey, Damn it, Casey! I mentioned that idea to somebody, and they liked that idea and pers- and had some ideas uh, to do with it. But I had an idea too. I think somebody needs to write an article about Iron Hill and all the brewers have who have like grown up through Iron Hill and then gone and opened their own breweries there. Kind of like in the NFL, they have these coaching chains, right? Like yeah. uh, Andy Reid and all of the NFL coaches that right. used to coach for right. Andy Reid and are yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah, you start like going to these breweries and talking to people like 2SP or New Ridge or there's all these places in Tampa where people grew up through the Iron Hill like farm system, if you will, and then they go and grow their own thing. And I was like, it's just a really cool story. Story that somebody that maybe listens to our show who goes to, who writes for the Inquirer or something should do. Okay. <laughs> or Philly Mac. I don't know. She's, She's an idea gal. Yeah. She's an idea. Yeah. Just like a, you guys are idea people. We are. Casey yeah. taught me how to be an idea <laughs> gal. So there he we gave go. you the <laughs> idea to come up with ideas. That's <laughs> the right. farm system of the President Steve show. That was my idea. Uh, so they have a new Exton brewery, which is open for takeout as of uh, this week. And they offer a preview of the new style of service. So congrats oh. to our friends at uh, Iron Hill. It's yes. already on shelves at Exton Beverage. Uh, Giant and Acme in Bucksco and Monco. Okay. No kidding. Perfect. All Ooh, right. We need a man Love on to hear the that. Love to support that. All right. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, let's go to... All right. Let's go to this. I actually experienced this in the supermarket the other day, but Klondike has released a new line of donut-inspired ice cream bars. They're called Klondike Wake Me Up Coffee Donuts. 
and the square shaped bars have a hole in the middle to replicate a donut. And I saw this at first, and I'm like, uh, it was just in passing, and I and uh, I was like, well, what's the story? You're getting less ice cream uh-huh. if the middle parts what cut out. What the hell is this? <laughs> but what I did not know until I read it this morning is that they are made with 100 percent. Arabica, Arabica, I'm not sure. Ar- Arabica. Yeah. Arabica, Colombian coffee-flavored frozen dairy dessert. Wow. Interesting. The whole thing is covered in dark chocolate, hard shell with a white confectionery drizzle. And it says they should be available at major retailers nationwide this month. I already saw some. Mm. I almost picked them up. They had Boston cream. Yeah, I never mm. liked Klondike. Oh, uh, Klondike's man. are great bars. Yeah, I love them. They yeah, are great I bars. Uh, they're made yeah. with the dark chocolate, too. And um, they, they also make... Ice cream sandwiches and a bunch of other oh, stuff really? that aren't just the standard. And like they do mint filled, Neapolitan, all kinds of different flavors that you may not be aware of. I have a very stupid complaint and very petty about Klondike and other such ice cream bars. And that is uh, too much of the residue either melts or ends up on your fingers, uh, which is why I prefer a cone when it comes to ice cream because I, that does not melt and therefore I can eat all of the things that are in my hand. That is why, sir, you have to keep the wrapper. Yeah, that's exactly you what you do. In fact, only barbarians mm-hmm. hold the Klondike the, bar the, with their fingers. The promise of a Klondike bar in the middle of the summer is so tempting and yet when you start to unwrap it and eat it it immediately starts melting all over you and it's a huge mess. Well, uh, but they're to... using they're using high quality chocolate and that's why you're getting that 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 melt. But Preston's right. Use the wrapper as your receptacle okay. and you will never have that issue again. Okay. Here is my petty complaint about <laughs> ice cream bars and as unbelievably delicious as Dove bars are, they took it to another level yeah, because did. of the chocolate. But the thing that was that was a a malfunction or or a defect, I should say, of the dub bar is it because of that broken high quality glass. chocolate. When you would bite into it, sometimes like half of the entire <laughs> yeah. bar of chocolate would come off. Yeah, there yeah. was a stick problem. Yeah, yeah. And, stick and, integrity. Well, no, it wasn't the stick. It was the the chocolate. Like like you know, yeah. there's you know, two faces, Splits. two main faces, uh-huh. and like the whole one side it's like face tectonic would come plates off. and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, here's what yeah. should happen yeah. in the bar. What's happened is the structure is not. Actually, cones should be more like pyramids. Actual cones, cones should be like yeah. you should have. In other words, if you're having it on a oh. stick, have it have the bar, the base, uh-huh. the structural strength of the top as you start to eat down. Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I think Genius. that would work better. It is. I don't know. I'm probably wrong. I just um, I don't like the chocolate quality on Klondike bars and okay. any bars like that, and that's why I do like the Dove because I think the quality of the chocolate surrounding the ice cream is better. Mm-hmm. But do you have that? They still have that breaking problem. Uh, yeah, but you know, you just uh, make your mouth bigger and it all falls into Make, make your, your mouth, mouth bigger. bigger. So you gotta do it. <laughs> yep. I, I made my mouth bigger. Problem solved. <laughs> That's good, young man. Okay, uh, let's see what else we got here. All right, we went to dessert, we went to ice cream, we've already done beer. I'll come back to beer in a moment. How about pizza? Yeah, uh, yeah. Pizza yeah. Hut I was jonesing for pizza the other day. Pizza Hut is doubling down on one of its classic innovations as the pandemic era pizza wars rage. And nod to the 25th anniversary of Stuffed Crust debut, Pizza Hut is offering a pizza-less ring of cheese stuffed dough. The name is Nothing But Stuffed Crust. <laughs> so, <All right>. listen... <laughs> Uh, I was never a big fan of the stuffed crust pizza. Oh no, me neither. Me. It, it, it's it's overkill. Yeah, too much. And it it's didn't overkill. Taste the same as like the actual pizza and or the cheese on the pizza. Kathy, if we're talking about in, uh, structural integrity, <laughs> it totally blows that out of the window. You you have the you have this this cavern that runs around the the pizza that is fragile at best, full of hot cheese ready to pour down into your genitals and burn and your co- mouth and burn genitals? your mouth. Yes, because yeah. uh-huh. I eat naked. Right. Right. 
Where is a good eat-in Pizza Hut? Because they just don't seem to exist good anymore. Question. The last one I knew about was on Oak Avenue and Baltimore Pike in Clifton, and it's not there yeah, anymore. There was one in Lansdale, or I mean in uh, Souderton, but that closed several years ago. You have too. to know someone to get in there. there. <laughs> it's funny when you see a Pizza Hut that has been converted into another restaurant because yeah. there's such distinct shapes, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. in their new restaurants. Or where there's something completely different, like an accounting, you know, like right, a, yeah. a Century 21 accounting or something. Hut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to go to Pizza Hut a lot when I was in high school. Same. Uh, it was where we went after every swim meet. Uh, us as a swim team would go there and, and eat. and Get the red cups? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Remember we had that guy that listened to the show that brought us those red cups? He yeah. works at the restaurant depot oh in, in Manioc. Yeah. I might have some. That's gone, else. you know. Yeah. By the way, this oh. is uh, this is this comes just weeks after Papa John's had rolled out its own stuffed crust pizza. Um, and it is limited to participating locations in Dallas and Los Angeles, so you don't have to worry about it. So what, what I would say is this. Instead of doing that, like classic cheesy bread, for me, like, for example, and I, 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 I mentioned couch tomato quite a lot, but they have, they have in Maniac, they have cheese, cheesy bread yeah. that is sensational. You can put high-quality cheese on the bread and you know, season it, the whole thing. You don't need it inside the bread for it to work. That's you, my take on right. it. Right. You know? I don't hate it. It's not necessary, but it's a gimmick, you know? Casey, you have to go to Bucks County to dine in at a Pizza Hut. Okay, I'll go. The one in Fairless Hills. There was a regular thing, and I I don't see it anywhere here, and it was um, (laughs) in in St. Louis you could order it. It was was a a staple at at many restaurants. It was called uh, garlic cheese bread. And essentially, it's it's like garlic bread, so butter and garlic on, on bread toasted, and then they melt cheese on top of that's it. what i'm talking about and that's what the cheesy bread is a couch tomato okay Same so thing. i yeah i grew up on that stuff and it was it's just delicious like, it was a standard side like you get a pizza yeah and, and garlic yeah. cheese bread and it's deadly it it's excellent. deadly mm-hmm. okay do you guys anybody here remember down a little bit hey, hey yeah. come in come in close guys come here <laughs> come um do you guys <laughs> spend a little time with you if i could <laughs> do you guys remember a pizza that was sold as a fundraising tool do you guys remember this at all? They were smaller, no. yeah, almost yes, like the yes. size of like an Maybe Elio's like pizza. Or... Vaguely. Yeah. I... They they had regular pizza with like sauces, and then they had another one that was more like a garlic cheesy bread. But both of them were fantastic. <laughs> Amazingly delicious. I don't remember. Oh, man. Were they were they high school fantastic? Like if you had one now, would you it's think it's good? Good question. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's a good question because I, I used to love beefaroni. I can't believe they're selling pizza at school fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm out actually where I could go to any pizza place. Yeah, like Pizza Friday pizza was never that great. No, it, was it Pizza wasn't. Friday. It was just the fact that you were having it at school. It was helios mostly. Oh, yeah. mine was uh, when I, when I was a little kid. It was you know it was like rectangular shaped. Yeah, Celentano. Yeah. Was, did you did you get those? That that mine pe- didn't have any brand names on them. Celentano was the hottest thing on earth. Forget the painted desert. Forget <laughs> Death Valley. <laughs> this was the hottest thing, yeah. and and I got tragically burned. Inside my mouth from this pizza, but it was it was school good, so you ate it. Okay, my brother just texted me, Joe Corby. That's, yeah, that's it. it. Yeah. Okay, so Joe Corby, Joe Corby's, excuse me, would be used for fundraising. Mm-hmm. Click on that link, Nick. I want to see if I. They still do uh, the photos of the the pizza. Joe Corby's pizza. Yeah, yeah, uh, kind of yeah. like uh, you know, kids would sell uh, candy bars for Little League and things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Case, you and you're, you're trying to remember which particular flavor one that was great. Well, no, the, but either or, like there was one that didn't you had have two. Well, there was one that didn't have any sauce. It was more like a cheesy garlic bread. Okay, that was delicious. And then also the other one it's that. Delicious. Delicious. I would have some Joe Corby pizza, please. 
But I don't remember. I mean, we're looking at pictures here. I don't remember it being circular. I, for some reason, I remembered it being uh, rectangular. Now, the fog of war. Okay. They, may, they may, may have adapted over the years. Mm. <laughs> Changed it up. Uh, we got tons of people calling in now. Yes, Joe Corby Pizza uh, at the school fundraisers. And Casey, according to Jen here on the line, there is a Eden Pizza Hut in Quakertown. So okay. I think, uh, according to Pizza Hut's website, I was actually going to bring this up, um, but I, I don't, I'm not sure that Jen is correct. I what Pizza Hut's website says, there are right. only three eat-in locations. All right, let me one go One in to Maryland, her. one in Fairless Hills, and where's the other one? All right, Jen, hi. Hi, good morning. Good morning. So you you know of one in Quakertown? Yes, I'm like a pizza nista, so I know where <laughs> all the good pizza spots are in the area, and there is, in fact, an eat-in. Besides COVID, there is an eat-in restaurant, the Pizza Hut in Quakertown on 309. Okay. Oh, with the same sort of uh, low lighting and the uh, and the, the, all the authentic... The long benches. Long yeah. benches. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Those old, like, Tiffany-style lights. Yeah. 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 Benches that are, like, the busted-up plastic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's like, Excellent. oh, my God, where what, what is this fancy place we're eating in here? <laughs> Thank you, Jen. This is not like what yeah. we would call the Pizza Parlor. <laughs> so I didn't know that there were there weren't that many of them. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a Hold on. Here's a text that came in. It says, "Did you guys hear?" Now, Kathy, you had pointed out one in close to me recently, but did you hear that all the Sonic locations in Eastern PA have closed? No. What? Eleven and all. Limerick, Morgantown included. The Limerick one is one that we would. Now I was telling Kathy there was one well, we... on on Germantown on uh, yeah Germantown Pike. Yep. In East Got Norton. A, East Norton. And I go, oh, man. We both did. And I was like, oh, man. And I go, I've never been there. <laughs> Wait a second. You buy it a hundred times. I've never been to that. Your whole business it. model is perfect for this. I meant for COVID, to, yeah. I meant to bring it up to you guys last night, and I forgot, so I apologize. But uh, they, they they packed up and left. They, Why? They closed all, all over the holidays, nobody knows. They have, there was no press release. They it's just, like when Thomas's Mr. Thomas left for New America for the English muffins. They just decided that this was not the market for them anymore. Wow. Because okay. I was telling Kathy, I'm like, I'm like, oh, man, that's Sonic. It's right next to the Panera that I go to all the time. <laughs> so there was one in the parking lot of the McDade Mall that if that's not there anymore. It's gone too. They're all, everyone maybe in Maybe I can use that and open the last stand again. <laughs> I'm a little bummed. I did like their burgers. They were yeah. fantastic. Sonic? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Excellent Good burgers. stuff. I just, for some reason, uh, quit going there. Um, and part of the reason was I started watching what I was eating and trying not to... And then that went away for a little uh-huh. while. Um, but I'm trying to get back onto that. But anyhow, um, well, I'm, a, I'm bummed out about yeah, that. Yeah, I, I have a real emotional attachment to Sonic. And, and yeah, Preston, I agree with you. Like, the food is just not very healthy. And oh, there's not God, a lot of no. healthy options you, on the menu. But you go for None. your treat. But I would, uh, no, I would go because my son loved it when he was, yeah. like, three and four years old. And so my son, my dad, and I would go to the one in Limerick. We would go a lot. And so just the three of us would sit outside. I really loved it. That Dude, you could, get, you could get tater tots instead of fries. Loved the tater tots. <laughs> Outstanding. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, I'm, I'm a little hurt by that. tater tots. Okay. Thank you, Rocky. All right, let me see what else we got here. Uh, let's go to Valentine's Day. Hershey's has announced new products coming out on uh, or for the Valentine season. Uh, the first are new Hershey's Kisses called Melt Away Roses. They feature a smooth meltaway center and are wrapped in red foil and green paper on top so they look like a rose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Also, Hershey's uh, Hugs and Kisses will be available together in a heart-shaped pink box that features uh, both of the candies. The brand will also release a Reese's Rose, which is basically a giant peanut butter cup shaped like a flower. What was that chocolate place that um, we were talking about and actually were giving away a 
Oh yeah, a basket from it's a King yep. of Prussia. Yep, um, I've been there once. It, it's it's a uh, it's a high end place or it's a higher end chocolate. It's good. Yeah, I'm not sure. The I've forgotten the name. What the hell? Uh, Reese's. They also have their big box of love, which is filled with twenty Reese's peanut butter cups. Mm. And the final new item to be released as a milk chocolate bear uh, that says "Berry Best Friends" on it. So it's a little Aww. friends Valentine. Love that. Um. So, if you are thinking about candy down the road, that's a place Still to, wins. to go to. Still that's wins. it. Still yes. Wins. All right. Uh, let me see. Yeah. More for the connoisseur. The food just keeps on coming. I got lots of stories here. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Second error. All right. Through January sixth, which tomorrow. is tomorrow. Uh, Red Lobster is hosting a Say Goodbye to 2020 sweepstakes, and you can enter through tomorrow. One lucky grand prize winner will win free Red Lobster for a year. Five runner-up prize winners will receive a free Red Lobster meal to go. 20 will win my Red Lobster rewards free points. Okay, when they say free, free Red Lobster for a year, there's there's a, a dollar amount that they will uh, estimate as your... Yeah, yeah. The, the, it's usually like a gift card right, for like, a week. Right. You know, for... You know, for... For the entire year, or I maybe like maybe one a month, for unlimited for a year. Free. <laughs> well, remember the the uh, was it um, unlimited pasta pass? unlimited pasta pass yeah. from um, never, ending, never ending never ending pasta, pasta, ending pasta, pasta pass, yes. the never ending pasta pass <laughs> that was from Olive Garden yeah uh, so that these was places, never ending story we'll do stuff like remember that from never ending story. <laughs> Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that was literally never ending though. I mean, you could sit and gorge yourself to for, death. Yeah, yeah. You could yeah. literally cause your internal organs to hemorrhage as you kept ingesting. Are there, do you remember the all you can eat buffets were all over the place? You remember old country buffet? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wendy's. Do those, yeah, <laughs> Wendy's. Well, do, do those exist anymore? Outside of, of COVID. Outside of Atlantic yeah, City? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I went to one in, right outside of Bryce Canyon. That <laughs> was delicious, dude. <laughs> I was like, this is... And normally, they filled the canyon with food. Normally, I don't really care for the quality of buffets like that. No, that's this the, that's the yeah. trade-off. Uh-huh. You, with buffets, you yes. get decent, but a lot of it. But right. this one I went to in particular, I was like, I wish I had seven stomachs because this is like, there's just too much to choose from and it's all delicious. I wish I had seven <laughs> stomachs. There was a time where I was like, like buffet dude. Yes. yes. In all the way. But now I look at it as a big waste of money because yeah. I don't want to eat that much mm-hmm. anymore. Well, cafeterias. I mean? So our, our big now people don't understand. Like if you go to the down south, you go to when I visit my dad in Texas. There's Luby's and yeah. and, and different different uh, uh, places. God, Luby's. They got to jokingly call that Lugies. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. right yes, of course. Yeah. But the uh, but it's that uh, it's you you go along with the tray. Yeah. And you get whatever you want, and you can you know do the refills and stuff like that. But you're right, Preston. There is only a set amount most humans can eat. Yeah. And then you feel obligated right, right. to absolutely Absolutely cram Gorge. yourself until you yeah. first to get your money's worth. Well, because they're usually not that cheap. It's not like you're going in. I mean, the, the nicer place. It's like usually if you do like a Mother's Day brunch, right? And it's usually buffet style. But it's like 40 bucks a head. You're like, well, I'm going to eat $40 worth of well, food. Well, right. casinos, do. Well, they'll do mm-hmm. the, 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 the buffets on the cheap because they want to keep you there eating and staying within the casino. Right. Yep. So that's where you're actually going to get your best deal. And they suck. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been to a casino oh, buffet? I did. Many times. Times. Many times. I sat down with some little old lady. It was just me. I was by myself. She was by herself. I have a peg leg. <laughs> <laughs> 
I thought I was doing her like cheese by any <laughs> smells like cheese. Right where the peg hits the flesh. It's just a gangrene. Oh, my God. <laughs> Here's a nickel. I mean, in hindsight, she you probably... Got, you got piercing eyes. <laughs> probably didn't want my company, but I thought she did. And so I sat with her. This is years ago. This is probably like 98, 99, Wait a something minute. like that. Yeah. So you saw this little old lady sitting there eating... By herself at, at a, a casino, buffet. Yeah. At a buffet. Yeah. I was and, like, oh, I'm going to keep her company. <laughs> and so what did you say when you sat down? I do. This is 20 years ago. Okay. I, it was more like, hey, how you doing? I'm Casey. I'm going to sit with you. Is that okay? Oh, was I, I gave a Hummer to David Brenner once. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Is that an offer? <laughs> what are you I, I'm just trying to eat my... <laughs> it was lobster. Yeah, my lobster. There used to be a buffet in Collegeville. I think it was at the Collegeville Inn. Yeah, I know which one you're talking okay. about. You know, Shamu has a relative named Namu. <laughs> huh. Lady, that's that. something I was going to say. <laughs> go to that table. But does Shamu yeah, really have true. a... Yeah, true. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, I, this lady would make it up. What about uh, Shady Maple? You guys been there? I know we've talked about it several times, but they have a smorgasbord. And, oh, is that uh, the one in Lancaster County? Yeah. My sister. No, I see the billboards. Oh, my. La- oh, the Lancaster stuff. And we, you know, listen, this is one of the joys of the of the connoisseur segment because you, it does put you in mind of these places. But, like, if you go out to a real smorgasbord, like a Mennonite this one the best place one. with the, with, and they're making that stuff and the fresh bread and all that. Oh, my God, it's fantastic. Yeah, I don't know if... Are they, they even open? Well, can they be say, open? I, I don't know. My mom went... Uh, because you, uh, Shady, Maple, Shady Maple, you can also buy groceries and, and right. meats and whatever. So you can go uh, for the okay. for the buffet uh, for the smorgasbord, or you can uh, use it as a grocery store. Yamish um, don't got zipper. <laughs> it is uh, not open, Steve. It's not no. open. The, the restaurant itself? Right. Because Damn my it. mom did use it as a grocery store over the holidays. <laughs> all right. Uh, let me go to... Let's do one more story. All right, guys. I'm kind of sore. Um... All right, let's go with this last one here. Uh, we're going we're gonna to circle back to a Chick-fil-A for a moment uh, because some customers are claiming that the Polynesian sauces are uh, exploding on, on their own. <laughs> what? Yeah. They explode? Uh, in a recent Reddit post, a customer with the user, username of Shan uh, Trav alleged their Polynesian sauce opens up and gets everywhere. After oh, it says after a month or two of having it. Oh, what are you what are you storing it for? And apparently, the user who keeps a Ziploc bag of fast food sauces is not alone in either their keeping of the sauce, which uh, Chick Fil A has shared as one of their most popular sauces, along with their signature sauce, nor the explosion of it. So, do you have a a, a shelf in your refrigerator with um, extra fast food ketchups and stuff? Not into that. Yeah. Uh, I had we have had a collection before, and sometimes it'll it'll vary. I mean, you you'll get you'll get mustards mixed with jellies and honey and yeah. Yeah. things that shouldn't be right, you know, right, yeah. mingling together. Um, but I'm anti that. The only one that I'll hang on to is the Chick Fil A sauce because it's yeah. quite unique. It's not. Mm, and like, do you, but do you actually ever use it with other no. stuff? I never do. Um, I have, but I don't make a habit of doing that. Yeah. No, and then eventually you just end up throwing, throwing it all out. It all out yeah. And for a while, you used to keep all the uh, all of the uh, um, sweet and sour sauce from Chinese restaurants and yeah. and, and uh, soy sauce, little packets, yeah. you know. And no. like, what are we doing? With what this? are we doing? <laughs> but there can be a big collection of stuff. Some people save them all, you know. Yeah, salad dressing. I know. It's at a certain point, come on. If yeah. you could only have one of those sauces for the rest of your life, what would it be? Arby you- sauce. 
Arby's sauce, no doubt. So you just wanted to you wanted to frame it that way. Okay. <laughs> well, I usually never get to answer my own questions, okay. so I wanted to answer first. Well, you ask, and then when everyone finishes theirs, you I, can say. I, I've lived this life long enough to know I never get the answer. Barbie sauce, I like it. It's yeah. a little thin in, in the barbecue department for me. Right. I, like, I like something a little more sweet and smoky. Does it have to be specific? Yes. Mm. Sorry, it's my question. Why, you're going to be kind of generic? Well, yeah, I'd probably go barbecue sauce. Yeah. But, like, I don't have to go specific barbecue sauce. You One do. sauce for the rest of your life? I don't know. I was, One I was sauce thinking, to rule them all? Yeah, uh-huh. from, from a fast food, like a fast food sauce. Oh, I see. I'm, I'm pre- I run pretty sauceless. Uh, the honey mustard from the Wells Fargo Center. Oh, oh yes. Mm, yeah. You said that before. Okay, so yeah. for... That's excellent. You can use that for your uh, chicken fingers. <laughs> yes, Same yeah. thing with uh, <laughs> with Philly Pretzel Factory. And yeah. Philly oh, Pretzel. Yes. Honey mustard's fantastic. Oh, right. really? Oh, yeah. Oh. Wait, what, like, what kind of honey mustard? Is it like a... Super sweet. Cream, yeah. Like a creamy? Yeah. Or, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can be my regular Saturday night mustard. What would happen if if you took a bath in something like that? Like literally, if you had a pool and you jumped in, would it hurt? Would it mess your eyes up? I, I, think, uh, I think it would hurt yes. your eyes. I think certain, certain orifices would get a bit stingy. It'd make your rectum tingle. I mean, yeah, I like to try it with the honey, honey mustard. <laughs> There's something I just I could drink that. It crap. probably causes a, a general warmth to your butthole. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's probably not good for you. Jesus. We could do that. We could try that sometime. It's very wasteful to do that. Though. It is. One yeah. time we did a contest long time ago at Y100. Oh, my God. And it was for Pearl Jam tickets. Do you remember the that? The jelly, the yeah. jam. Yeah. Um, holy F was, it was that it was, incredibly hard. It was the Pearl Jam, or it was a, we did a riff on diving for pearls. Yeah. yeah. It might have been diving Pearl for Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam diving. Yeah, that's yeah, what Pearl it was. Pearl Jam diving. diving. And so we hid, I think, a pearl. Oh, God. We tried to fill the children's wading pool full of jelly. So we couldn't find anywhere to get an industrial size, like, like restaurant bat, con- bat containers yeah. of jelly. So we had to go to, like, Stop. BJ's or Costco We're or something. We're not kidding. Like and we bought cases and cases and cases of jelly. What we didn't realize is what a pain in the ass it is to get the jelly out of the jar and then into this container. Hours and hours and hours. <laughs> there were there were plastic containers. So we tried we tried like you know cutting holes right, in the bottom right. and, then, yeah. and then blowing through it to push it out the other side. It just it was made a goddamn mess sticky. everywhere. The tarp was sticky. Oh. We did that, I think, Preston. We did that in the conference room. We did it in the conference room, right up from the reception area. Right, right where next to comes the, into the building. Right next to the business office. And that was a pain in the ass, man. Oh. So so filling. Yeah. All right. Uh, we did up it giant down there and swimming in them, so no. that we because our studio was upstairs. We it would be quicker to get it out of the building. And the only so the the reason so we had experience with that type of thing. You know the movie uh, Patch Adams with Brian yeah, with, uh, with, uh, with Robin Williams. Williams. Yeah. There's a scene where an, an older uh, an older lady won't eat, yeah. and she he needs to do something to make her happy. And she had always talked about earlier in the movie about wanting to swim in a pool of noodles. Yeah. So to make her happy. He creates this giant, and I mean, it's a big pool filled with cooked spaghetti pasta. Yeah. And it's like they just slapped it together. I'm like, that would have taken a goddamn week to do. Forever. Yep. And so just because of my little experience with that thing that we did, I it, it, That's, when I, I, hated that, I hate you. I uh-huh. hate you, Patch Why? Adams. Why you do this to me? 
Marissa. Uh, three years ago, we did Double Dare at Camp Out, and I went to Restaurant Depot and got those big cardboard containers of ice cream to yeah, put at the bottom that's of the right. thing. Yes. For some reason, I thought, well, I could just peel the paper off, oh, yeah. and then magically this whole thing will be filled with ice cream. Right. Ice cream's frozen. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. So oh, yeah. We had to, I grabbed all these interns. I was like, grab cups of hot water. Pour it over the ice cream. Yeah, yeah. Unload the ice cream into the pool. Then there's not enough liquid because it's just a little bit of ice cream in a huge pool. Yeah. See, I would have taken a knife and I would have cut the uh, the side of it. I'm, I'm, you know, again, I'm an idea guy. Yeah, all of these ideas, wonderful. Yeah. But in the moment, yeah, yes, you're you're aft. Yeah. But we had prep time for the jelly. In application of it, yeah. it's you don't realize what yeah. you're doing until you get, oh, we'll just do this. And then you get this time to come and do it. And then you're like, oh, my God, this doesn't work. So anyway. <laughs> we did do ice cream at the bottom. Of, and not to do, Yeah, we did. We, we did. We did it at the uh, for the drunk day. Yeah, I almost killed Nick. <laughs> oh, that's you, right. Sorry you about almost that. murdered we were... Nick in a children's waiting pool full of ice cream. We were both hammered. It's okay. <laughs> oh, Force, forgiven. Force drowning him in ice cream. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> if it's any consolation, I, I had my 80-year-old neighbor hose me off when I got home. So. Well, anyhow, if you if you store these Polynesian sauce packets for too long, they eventually pop open. So right. just keep that in mind. All right, that's all I have, connoisseur-wise, uh, this morning. We're going to take a break, but not before I remind you that we do have Tattoos Day, a chance for you to win a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. You can check out their work at floatingworldtattoos.com or on Instagram as well. So text the word tattoo to 39333. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment, so make sure you stay with us. WMMR.com, the website for everything that rocks. Music news, events, photo galleries, contests, MMR gear in the rock shop, and more. All at WMMR.com. Walker told me I have AIDS. Thank you, Walker. <laughs> hey, um, Nick had an observation he wanted to pass along. Yes, I uh, drive a Subaru Outback, and I love my car. I've had it for about a year now, and uh, it's it's a great car, and I don't think I'll <laughs> ever trade it in. But I was um, uh, up at my girlfriend's uh, parents' house over the, the holidays, and my girlfriend's father has a, a pickup truck. And so mm-hmm. we got on the topic of talking about pickup trucks. And I think if I ever got a fun car, uh, you know, besides my main car, it might be a pickup truck. I, I just, I've always liked them. I think that they're great. You know, they're, they're cool for the beach, mountains, whatever. And um, so he has a, a Ford pickup truck, which I, I think is really cool. And we were sort of just having that conversation. And then we got onto the topic of uh, what are other uh, cool pickup trucks out there. And I brought up the Honda Ridgeline. And what I didn't realize is that pickup truck drivers look at Honda Ridgeline's and say those are not pickup trucks at all. And I was it like you smacked him in the face when it you was, said it. It was. It was. Uh, you it, touch my jaw again, I'll kill you. It was, <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Uh, yeah. What are you talking about? Right. It was as if I had maligned the United States of America and to this to this veteran. And I, huh. I just, I've always thought. But what about the Tacoma? I mean, it's uh, that's a pickup truck. Yeah, that's a pickup truck. Okay. Yeah, but the Ridgeline is not. And the reason I brought it up to you guys is that we've mentioned in passing a few times, or they've come up with conversations with listeners or whatever. And I've seen on the text board responses saying those aren't pickup trucks. I don't even know what a Ridgeline is. It's it's kind of like a Honda SUV with the back half sort of shaved off. Uh, and the, and where the back half used to be, they so put it's a in small a, bed. a bed. Yes, it's I mean, a small so it's bed. kind of so, like to me, it's 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 enough of a pickup truck. Yes. It's well, a pickup truck, you would think. Jeep makes. Have you seen their little yeah. thing? Yeah, it's yeah, almost like an extended um, uh, uh, Wrangler. Well, it's it's kind of like a. a, a 
like the, the yeah, Wrangler. like the Wrangler, but they took the back seat out and they put a bed in the it. The Wrangler exactly. Unlimited. Which, by the way, I look at that and go, that ain't a Jeep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, well, so you you're, you you come in from this snooty Jeep But side. I'm not snooty on it. I'm, I'm just like, I don't really consider that. I like That's like, what Jackson drives, by the way. Okay, but but I don't know if I'd, I don't think I'd give that the Jeep wave. If I saw that coming down the street, yeah, you want a more standard Jeep. Jeep body. This is this is. I I know exactly where you're coming from. Maybe I would. I, don't I, know. I, I probably what I consider a a really cool pickup truck. Most would not consider a pickup truck, which is the Ford Raptor. Yeah, which is a, like no a, people would. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, no, that's like yeah. yeah, that's legit. Okay, because I think yeah. that's a and that's a that's that's kind of a it's beast. tough looking. Yeah. It's a tough looking. Um, yeah, from the um, front, it yeah. looks really mean. It so looks it, like it's flexing. Yeah. It yeah. looks like there's a difference between, or at least the the terminology that they're using, a pickup truck and an adventure truck. Well, here's an the deal also. Truck. Like last night on The Bachelor. You watched The Bachelor last night, right, Nick? Did you see when they the one the girl drove up in her pickup truck? I love it. Yes. An adventure yeah. truck? What, are we going to Narnia in that thing? <laughs> yeah, what right? is that? Well, I looked up the what Nick said, the Ridgeline. Yes. And that's considered, considered an adventure truck. So it's not a pickup truck. Oh. Adventure right. trucks are four-season recreational vehicles made for off-road travel. Now, who... But wouldn't that be a... Is this a, a blog no, or is that actual I th- information? I think a pickup truck traditionally is something that you're going to port stuff in. Yeah. And, and a Ridgeline does that. Um, the the uh, They're all built... like So that Ridgeline is probably built on the chassis of like the CRV or whatever, right? Or a Pilot or something. Or a Pilot yeah, or yeah. one of those two. I don't, right. I don't know which one they, they poured over. And so my wife drives a uh, Tahoe... Which, you know, I don't know if it's a Silverado or whatever, but like, you know, it's the same chassis. It's the same car. Right. Um, you know, and, and uh, okay. yeah, they're made on the same assembly line or mm-hmm. similar sem- assembly lines. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Here we go. There, there might be an explanation. Uh, thank you for the text. And it says Honda Ridgeline is a unibody vehicle, i.e., it has no actual frame. The body is the frame. A pickup truck has a frame. You could pick the body up off of the frame. So that is a big difference in, oh. What but I saw a pickup truck, pick- man, you could pick up stuff in it. Like, you, you know, you could. Well, I think, yeah. I, I think <laughs> that's too. what, I've always thought that's yeah. what it meant, is you, you know, yeah, you, have, you have a bed, you pick stuff that's up. That's just like it. a, who's picking their truck up off their frame? I, I don't I, know. I think uh, Nick is looking to do that. <laughs> that's what I mean. It's, they're the All same right. thing. Sometimes you just want to see what's under the frame, so you pick it up. Chris works for Honda. Oh, there you clear go. this up. He says, hi, Chris, you're on the air. Good morning. <laughs> Thank you, Gary. Man, it's it's true. What's up, buddy? Know. Hey, so that text message pretty much summed it all up in its in its own. And uh, for okay. once, I can say that Casey Boy was exactly right. What? <laughs> what? You you're exactly <laughs> right. All right. So so that's the one defining feature between a pickup truck and a, what was you say it was, Kathy? A uh, oh, adventure truck. An adventure truck. It's so yeah, it's uh, more or less a, a mom truck or a, <laughs> <laughs> a mom truck. Okay, yeah, I, I think it would, it would fit Nick perfectly. So, so why <laughs> isn't the why isn't the Ridgeline a pickup? Because it's all wheel drive, not four wheel drive, and it doesn't have one solid frame. It's a unibody, so it's two different okay. frames that connect together onto the body. Now, wait a second. Are all pickup trucks four wheel drive? Well, not all of them. Some of them are two wheel drive. And four wheel drive. None of them are all wheel drive. But they would. But simply not being four wheel drive doesn't make you it not a truck. But it uh, contributes yeah. to it. Okay. I, I mean, if you have two wheel drive, technically you're not driving a truck. All right. What is wow. what is the de- when you're talking about the definitive pickup truck? What is the definitive iconic pickup truck? I think like a Ford F one or two fifty. 
I mean, everyone has their own Ford, Chevy, you know, but yeah. if it's an American-made truck, you know, not Toyota, none of this. Right, okay. I would say a Subaru Brat would be a... <laughs> A pickup truck. <laughs> I mean, yeah, back yeah. in our day, that, that was a But Thanks, it, it's funny how people are, you know, you you got your Ford people. Like, my buddy's a, a Dodge guy. You yeah, know, he's man. He's a Dodge Ram guy. People you know? get passionate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jesus. You know what, they don't, what you don't see anymore, and they made when in the 1980s, my sister had one. They used to have these mini pickup trucks. Like uh, a Ford Ranger? Well, ours was a Plymouth. Um, and it, it had the, the, the bed in the back, but it was a smaller Pickup truck and they were cool. They were they were. Did it have did but, it have two they, rows of pa- did it have passenger seats and did it have oh, a no, back no, no, seat? No, 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 okay, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. It was small. Yeah, it was it was smaller than your standard pickup truck. I almost bought a Ford Ranger when I was like twenty. I'd have to see what a Ford. It's probably the same similar yeah. thing. And nobody, I I don't think there were. It was un, the impression that you were driving a pussy car or oh, anything no. like that. Would you like driven... to see our pussy vehicles? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was driven to high school every day of high school in one of those that you're talking about. And uh, Which teacher drove one? No, it was uh, my friend would pick <laughs> oh. us up every morning and uh, two of us would squeeze in the front seat with him and yeah, and he would drive us to school every morning. We always had a truck growing up in my house. Yeah, always had a pickup truck. Yeah, because I uh, we rode I rode motocross motorcycles and that's how we you know drive transport them. them. Yeah, the yeah. Um, and plus my dad was just, you know, he's a country guy and, yeah. and, and a truck was part of what you need. It's utility. It's a utility yeah. vehicle. You need it, especially if you're going to be, uh, out living a little bit more rurally. I don't like trucks anymore. Mm. I, I, I think, uh, I've, 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 you're a Jeep I, dude now. Well, yeah. I'm a Jeep dude, but I, I kind of have a thing. I've, I've, I've lumped the stereotype in with them. And, and I think that a lot of people with trucks drive like a-holes. And it, mm. it's, it's like just, the BMW. It's like some people yeah. with BMW. Yeah. Same thing. Say, yeah. It's a really Big manly vehicle, and some guys drive it like it's a big manly vehicle. Get it right up on your ass, cut you off, stuff like that. I see it happen a lot about- in big badass, you know, Ford F three fifties. Like Humvees used to be that. A lot of yeah. times, yeah. people would drive Humvees as it's, if they were driving Humvees. It's turned me off to them. Yeah. So my brother in law has a, or at least he had a pickup truck. I don't know if he still has it anymore, but I had to borrow it one time. And that thing drove way differently than uh, any other car that I. It, there was like no weight in the back, and I would. I had your fishtail. I, I did. Trying yeah. getting onto the blue route, I had just you know I had to put the gas on it, but I was also kind of coming around a curve at the same time, and the back went out on yeah. me. I was not. Uh, it's surprising that at all, yeah, because yeah, you're driving a pickup truck and you're like, oh, this is going to handle like a dream. No, it's going to be like no. a tank, and yeah. yeah. Well, that's why a lot of times what happens is if you have those kind of vehicles, you have to load stuff into the back, yeah, to give you that that extra weight. If Correct. you own yeah. a pickup truck or you're a truck person, I know the other thing that happens to you all the time is that you always get hit up when people are moving. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> you are the guy. You have to come over and help with the furniture. So my wife, yeah. you know, she's looked at. She's a roadster kind of girl, so she's got you know she's got uh, the the TT. But there's a, another version of the same uh, type of car that she she likes, but it has a back seat, and she's like, "But then I'm going to be the one that always, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, like." And she always has an out, you know. She can take you know one person, but I think I do think though, and, and listen, I've lumped the stereotype in with people who drive trucks. I do think though that when when you buy a truck, you go into it, Nick, knowing that I'm going to be the guy that helps you out. Yeah, I'm going to be the guy that helps you move. Not necessarily just move furniture, but you know. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, and some people love things. that, and, you know, some, and some, some people like to do fact, that. They like to offer it up. Yeah, who, who was pitching the, uh, the 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 rear gate that has the uh, the the extra step down? That was it was big during the Super Bowl. They were pitching it. Oh, yeah. they were right. pitching the different ways that it steps down. That too, it like steps, it's folded. right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Those things, like people who get that, say, "Oh, I got this, and I got the turnbuckle, and I got it, I can do all this," and that's part of the thrill of having that vehicle. I'm going to go to Dave, who owns a Honda Ridgeline. Hi, uh, Dave. Good morning. I bought the Ridgeline when it first came out. It was uh, 2000, the end of 2005 you could get it. I yeah. still have it now. I have an F-150. I refuse to get rid of the original, not the new one. that looks like a cutoff band. But uh, the original Ridgeline carried 40 bags of mulch, 20, <laughs> I don't know, the only 10 or 12. That was It was limited because when you fold the bed down, it was only six and a half feet long, so you had a hangover okay. the drywall. But that truck could do everything. And one time I took it down to the Jeep Jamboree, challenged Jeeps over the humps. The sand on the beach, wow! Beat every truck there. Ah, it's there you go. Amazing. Okay, and now, yeah. but the whole time you've back. owned it, I bet pe- people have said you don't actually own a pickup truck, right? Yeah, but actually, a guy had the Fords made a little pickup truck to compete with it. It was the Explorer with pickup bed. Yeah, beat that out. And the trucks you're talking about, the little trucks back in the eighties. Yeah, was the Isuzu Pup was one of them. But the you Pup. didn't even get into the El Camino yet. What is the El Camino? What is the Ford Ranchero? The El Camino right, 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 was, was right. appropriate. But, yeah, I mean, honestly, right. who's your audience? Why don't you go get the pup? Yeah, go bring yeah, the kitten no, yeah, kit around the front. The carry around, <laughs> yeah. you know, the styrofoam cups if you had a partner. <laughs> right. But, uh, <laughs> and I could see that, for me, if you're going to go that way, you go all in. You get something that's got that's got that carry power. You don't, you're just going to half-ass it because... Uh, my car has a sports back, and I can fit a ton of stuff in there, uh, you know. But I, I don't. I don't call my car a, a pickup. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I moved two houses using that Ridgeline. No, nah, yeah, I'm sure. I it, still have it, and I've had two, three other pickup trucks while I've had this, and it, I won't get rid of the Ridgeline. And my son's driving it; he loves it. It right. becomes a passion, Thanks, though. It, it is very like you, Preston. You talk about Jeep life. You know, having the Jeep, and that it, it, you caught the bug. Yeah, and and, and so when when. It, it becomes, and especially now they're talking about how uh, I was reading an article. I think it was in the Inquirer this morning about the uh, the uh, car light because we're doing a lot of you know because of curbside pickup and so on and so forth. We're doing a lot more from our cars, right? And so the the atmosphere and and, and there's as much as we were a car nation before and a vehicle nation before that skipped up more. Yeah, well, so you take somebody like Jackson who has that Jeep pickup truck. And, and he's he, all in. And before he even had that, he had just the, you know, the Unlimited or whatever. Yeah. But, like, that for him is an absolute lifestyle truck for him. He camps out of it. Yeah. He, you know, can live at it for, for, for weeks at a time. And, and so He that, sells his Etsy stuff out of the back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> macrame and whatnot. <laughs> I don't even know what macrame is. <laughs> Jackson's uh, a big fan, though. He, uh, he, yeah. 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 Macrame was big in the seventies. Was it? Oh, yeah. 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 Is that too. like yarn? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. Yep. Macrame and whatnot. Tell you make a nice hippie dress. <laughs> Macrame and whatnot. Hey, that's the name of my uh, acoustic uh, duo. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's the name of our group. Macrame and whatnot. Mac- Macrame and whatnot. I'm whatnot, and I'm macrame. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go to. Hang on a second here. Uh, Nick, a, a suggestion from uh, Dan, uh, who has owned a truck in the past. Hi, uh, Dan. Good morning. Good morning. How you guys doing? Good. What's up, bud? I've had a pickup truck all my life. I'm 66 years old now, and last year I got a Jeep Wrangler. And what you were talking about earlier, yes. If you have a pickup truck, everybody's calling you every weekend for a favor. Yeah. Okay. Is, it, is it fun, though? Do you enjoy it? 
I enjoyed it back in the day, but yeah, you usually start drinking afterwards, beer and everything. But uh, you know, it's all good. And and my daughter, my son got married uh, last year, and when I got the Jeep, and my daughter-in-law, she went out and bought a pickup truck because I got rid of mine. So well, hey. Well, again, like last night on, on the uh, on the Bachelor, which I'm sure you were watching, uh, the the uh, the woman, she, the, one of the Bachelorettes shows up, and she wants to make sure that the Bachelor knows that she's a pickup truck driver. Did you see that, Nick, in the scene last I night? I missed that one. Okay, yeah. so she shows up. She's got an older, beat up pickup truck. It was important. To I already her. sound enough, like Nick. That. Yeah, yeah, I know. Don't don't get a ridge line because this texter says that they're commie pieces of ass. <laughs> yes. Oh. But see, this is how weirdly you know. territorial and manly, quote unquote, Jesus. you have to get when talking about any. Type of pickup truck. Uh, ridge lines are for for pussies. Uh, you know, like if you're not driving a jeep, you're, you know, it's it's. Listen, I, driving, you, I I I have a Vespa, and I've been dealing with uh, people for <laughs> like what you like. Yeah. And who cares? Who cares what anybody else says? Yeah. Yeah. Though you, a lot of times you you do get you do like that culture. You do like getting that response back. Like you're saying, are you going to yeah. get responded right. back? Yeah. Like I'm sorry, I can't. You're not in the club. I can't flash my, you know, you're, yeah. you're, you're not part of this. <laughs> my wife was riding behind me one time when I was in my, on my, my Vespa. She was on her Harley. Is she, no, she, <laughs> she was in her mini. <laughs> <laughs> my husband. <laughs> How's that going, honey? <laughs> no, but she was cracking up because at one point when I was driving, we're riding on it. A Harley was coming in the other direction. <laughs> And I gave it the old motorcycle wave. The two fingers down, yeah. dude wave back. Yeah. After laughing. I just, with you, you know, uh, what's this, I'm born to be wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, tearing out, yeah. you're headed down the road. All right, let me go to let me, let me go to Vince once I explain about uh, people in pickup trucks and how they drive. Hey, Vince, good morning. Good morning, Ed. Good, good morning. morning Ed. What's up, Vince? I just wanted to uh, give my two cents as to why, like, guys with uh, big trucks drive the way they do. Okay. So I have an old 90s, uh, like, square body Ford. Hope some Most people out there know what I'm talking about. And it's just an old, rusty, beat-up pickup truck. It's kind of fast. But you can drive like that because it's got a little bit of ass to it. And you don't really care because it's all rusty and beat up. So if you give somebody <laughs> a love app, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> No, there, there, there is power in that, in having oh, yeah. a car that's got some size that's a little beat up. My Bonneville was that was that car. That was a, a super long. I've never been into trucks. I'm always I've always been a sedan guy. I've, I've always liked a regular, you know, car. I'm, that's not my thing. But the the Bonneville, I could, I don't care. I would take it everywhere, Preston. I yeah. don't care where you parked it. I never. I knew I would come back. It would be there, and there. That's liberating. But Vince, the ones I'm seeing drive aggressively are brand new, big, shiny. That's their babies, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes that's just mommy and daddy money, and you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah, do I like so. an old pickup truck, though. Um, there's one that is yeah. for sale. It's it's right. It's on where 347 and 47 meet. It's old. It looks like Uncle Jesse's old uh, pickup truck right. from the Dukes of Hazard. And I drive past. I'm like, God, I would love to have that. There is a community of truck owners, I believe. I want. I, I think I saw this year uh, years ago where it essentially you make your truck look older and beat up than it actually is. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> like with with uh, with primer, but but it's actually in immaculate condition. 
but you make it look right, like like you know distressed T-shirts, yeah. right, right, right. Like old so, so it's like it, something it's, similar to that. It, it's per- wanna... performance level is high, but it it yeah. just looks like it's beat up. I mean, like if you got close enough, you would see like oh. This rust is painted on here. You know what I mean? I would say this, though. Do you, in other words, if it's like when you'd go to school with brand new jeans, you'd get like. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. so if you have a, if you have a pickup truck that's spotless. Well, that my buddy Billy, he's got, he just got one in September. I mean, this thing, it's, it's like a Mercedes. Yeah, you, yeah. you get into this thing. It's a beautiful, all oh, like, you know, yeah. leather interior, like computer dashboard. When you open the door, the, um. Uh, the step stool comes down. The fondue set. The, comes the fondue set. Like I mean, this thing is. It is nice. Wow. If anybody knows what I'm talking about, as far as these these vehicles that purposely that, distressed, it might not just be trucks. It might be cars as well that are that are purposely made to look um, older or more beat up than they actually are. Let me know. Text in and let me know what that. Well, might be named as so I can do a search on it. Is and, it so it doesn't get stolen like that? Uh, no, no, like no. The car it's, from Saturday Night Live. No, car from Saturday Night Live. Yeah, they had a commercial where this, uh, it just oh, looks boy. like a beat up. Right. Luxury on the inside. It's luxury on the oh, inside, yeah. but the outside nice. looks like a piece of crap. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. I'm going to go to uh, Christian. Hey, Christian, you're on the air. Hey, guys. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Cuckoo, cuckoo. What's up, man? <laughs> What's up, man? Hey, I got a, um, one of those 1990 Isuzu pickups. It's awesome. Love it. Love the, it. The Isuzu pickup. They they were very popular. They were huge for a while. Yeah, Joe Isuzu. Right. Yeah. Yes. yes. He's all over the place. He'd slide out from the bottom with his um <laughs> David Leisure was that actor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh so, but yeah, but awesome. do you still have it? You say you still have it? Oh I lo- yeah, I love it. I love it. I also have a Chevy twenty five hundred, the big truck. Right. And I drive the little one whenever I can. I do cabinets and countertops. And I can load as much in that tiny little truck as I do my big truck, and I don't have to climb in it. Listen, that it, that, that makes all the difference in, in the world. Like, yeah, of having that ability to move stuff, especially like when you're a contractor or whatever, you're doing work, and you've got that. Like my my brother in law is, is a contractor. He's got a, a suburban that he can load up with a lot, you know. And obviously, that's that's part of the deal. But you, your your truck's your life. Yeah, yeah, and. I don't show up to measure jobs or to try to get jobs with it, but I can show up to deliver them. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, yeah. sure. No, that, that, that's cool. All right. Thanks, man. So uh, people are texting in patina is what it's called. Patina and rat rod is another one. Yeah. If you pull up. Uh, Rainbow rat rotten hut. If, if you pull up uh, patina <laughs> trucks, uh, Connor, and pull up some photos and you'll see. Now, I've seen like rat rods. I think those are actually like real rust and stuff covered. Okay. I, I may be way off on that, but these are like paint jobs to make them look. Ooh, that's cool. Oh, oh serious? That is cool. So that's a paint job? Yeah, see like the blue one in the, in the yeah. middle there, the middle bottom? That's all. Paint? You know, yeah, that's paint. That's not worn. It's oh my meant God, that's funny. To, to make, it's made to look like that. Do you ever think, maybe SCTV did the commercial for the car called the Adobe? Do you, did you remember that? No. So that it, it, the car was actually made out of clay, so that <laughs> if you had any any body damage, you the body was just the clay Adobe. so that you could just form it back you into it. You mold it. <laughs> that's great, man. Uh, let me see here. I'm going to go to, uh, we got a lot of truck calls here. I'm going to go to Larry. Larry, good morning, sir. Hey, Larry. Hey, Larry. (laughs) Hey, Larry. What's up, buddy? Uh, Hey, so, uh, I want to try and simplify it uh, a little bit more for, you know, your common person. Okay. Hey, Larry. (laughs) Um, so what everyone was talking about, the truck and the ridgeline, 
Um, they're all, you know, it's all the same thing. The main difference, everyone's considering the actual bed of the truck, and that's why they're comparing, you know, comparing the Ford F-150 to the Ridgeline. You have the bed so you can, you know, transport things. The main thing with, you know, the unibody of the Ridgeline and the actual frame of the truck, it's more so to tow things and, you know, pull things. Right. Thing, you, know, you did all the off-roading stuff, you know, you have your trailer, things like that. Um, that's when you need the truck. You need that full frame of the truck okay. to have the power to pull things. Yeah, because usually those are, are rated by a weight pull, you know, how much you can get away with uh, with dragging around, I assume. Exactly. Um, if, you, if you take the the ridge line and you hook up a 20,000-pound trailer to the back of it and, you know, a backhoe, you're going to rip that ridge line into 30 pieces. Okay. It, it can't handle that. Okay. All right. That's that's that a clear sense. that's a clear yeah. delineation. Thank you for dumbing that down, Larry. That makes total sense. Yeah, you know, if you're just moving furniture or sheetrock from Home Depot, they're they're doing the same thing. You're, it's just a storage space to put it in. That's right. what you use for sheetrock, Kathy, right? I you, did, yeah. yeah. My yeah. ridge line. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, or no, you know, you're, you're a Honda Civic. Just throw the sheetrock right in the back of the... Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, going to Floral and Hardy. <laughs> Gotta pick up I some could put succulents. So much, Thanks, think Larry. about how many succulents I could put in a oh pickup truck. Oh, my God. You'd have a thousand succulents Oh, my in God, the back. that would be awesome. Do you guys see the uh, the Hummer's got the new... It's a fully electric pickup yeah. truck. It is... It is nice looking, man. Is it? Yes. And uh, finally, a cool looking. Well, it behaves like a truck. I mean, you, you power it up like any other electrical uh, electrical car, but it um it has the horsepower that truck owners crave in buying a new truck. What and did I you guess guys it has? Maybe it has the the frame as well. Yep. The, what did you guys think of the Tesla? <laughs> that, that, the Tesla, well, the SUV the, one, the, the one that the, looked like the, a giant triangle. Yeah, the very angular. Remember that yeah, one? I, I it, thought it, it was weird looking, and it, it didn't look like it. It looked like it was trying to be cool looking and was kind of getting rid of functionality because of it. Well, yeah, and it's a little too movie futuristic. Futuristic, yeah. Also, I remember during the, the demonstration, they were showing the unbreakable glass and it broke like six times. Oh, yeah, that was, right. that was yeah. some of the greatest video. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the, the, the angles are a little too sharp. I think the sharper angles are going to start to come back as as you always see these yeah. uh, uh, trends. These, these trends come back and forth and, and uh, you know, the 80s had real sharp uh, angles and yeah. lines, and it'll probably get back. Honestly, to I think that's what sort of screwed up, the, like like Cadillac for a while adopted that really sharp, boxy. Yeah, I don't like it. By the way, I don't Cad- like it. Cadillac, um, they changed their logo, their symbol a little bit. It's the same exact thing, except it's the shocker. No, they um they um stretched it out, so it's oh, really? before it was like more of like it's just kind of like a uh, maybe it's a pentagram or a pentagon. Um, but they stretched it, and so it's not as vertical. It's more of, of a horizontal design. It, it's huh. I, I think it's pretty cool looking. Okay. Uh, let me go to, uh, uh, I think it's Steve, who can explain the patina craze. Hey, you're on the air. Hey, guys. It's Chris from Westchester. How are Chris, you? Chris. All right. Sorry about that. What's up, bud? Hey, the patina thing. Um, 10, 15 years ago, maybe 20 years ago, there was this big craze of, you know, when people find an actual barn find, a truck or car that has never been altered, it's just been sitting forever. Yeah. They didn't want to spend thousands and thousands on body work. They would just keep the patina because it's only original once. 
Now, those cars and trucks are getting harder and harder to find. So if somebody has a half-decent-looking truck, they'll put all the money into the suspension and the power plant and do the fake patina to make it look like an old barn find just to give it a nostalgic look. I got okay. you. So it's like just distressed anything. I was just going to say, it's like a distressed right. do-it-yourself project. Right, in your house. exactly, yeah. <laughs> totally. That could be something you can get behind, Kathy. All right, Chris, <laughs> thanks, man. trucks. Appreciate it. Kathy driving her her patina <laughs> yes. Toyota or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I wouldn't mind do if I could do the paint. I wouldn't mind doing it. Uh, let me see here. We're gonna break in just a moment. But uh, here, Scott has originally wants to speak to uh, Nick's uh, questions about it. Hi, Scott. You're on the air. Good morning, buddy. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Good. What's up, man? Yeah, a uh, guy I used to work for. He's a farmer. He has a uh, Toyota. He has one of those ridge lines, and he's uh, been driving it for about ten years. Overloads it every day. Pulls ten, twelve thousand pounds with it, six, seven thousand pounds in the bed, and it hasn't missed a beat yet. It's the best truck he's ever had. The wow. ridge line. Was that the ridge line? Wow. Okay. First, first generation. Just uh, don't call it a truck. Uh, it's loosely a truck. I mean, it's not heavy, <laughs> heavy duty like a uh, Dodge uh, thirty-five hundred or the twenty or the uh, Ford F three fifty or the four fifty. But um, I've been driving trucks since '83. I've had five Toyotas, three Rams, four Fords. And depends on what you want to use the truck for is what you get. What was your favorite one? Oh, Toyota by by far. Oh, okay. By far. I've had less trouble and I've had them lifted. I've had three Toyotas. Four of them were lifted. Uh, 38 inch tall tires, 44 inch tall tires. They're great. Okay. All right. Yeah, everyone has their 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 Thanks, opinion Scott. and what works personally. It's funny to me. It's, it's uh, uh, there's all different takes and all different sensibilities when it comes to this stuff. So the the GMC GMC owns Hummer. Okay, GMC. I didn't know who did. Uh, GMC Hummer EV, the electric. Yeah, uh, arrives in fall of this year. Uh, shouldn't be too bad. Price, starting price is one hundred twelve thousand dollars. Yeah, that's oh, fine. Well, it's you're going to save on gas. Yeah. <laughs> Starting price, yeah. So that's that's the bottom, right? So it's going to be 130, probably. For sure. The one you want, if you want something that's worth a damn. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hey, I just want to mention something before we go to break. Since we were talking about Jeeps earlier, um, it's uh, actually a charity event that's happening on Sunday. Um, there's a four-year-old little boy. It's actually out your way, Preston. It's in Lansdale, so mm-hmm. kind of near you. But uh, it's a four-year-old little boy. His name is Kellen. He was diagnosed with brain cancer. Um, and so if you drive a Jeep, they're just doing a Jeep drive-by for him. Oh, uh, cool. His dad, I think his dad drives a Jeep. He loves Jeeps. Um, he had to have, uh, you know, brain surgery right before Christmas. Um, so they're, they're going to do this drive by. It starts at 11 a.m. When? Uh, it is Sunday morning, 11 a.m. Okay. out in Lansdale. They're meeting at the Integrated Service Solutions, which is on Bustard Road in Lansdale. Okay. Um, and it's called Jeep Drive-By for Kellen. It's K-E-L-L-A-N. There's a Facebook page set up with all of the information and I'll send the link to Nick and he can post it on our website as well. So if you're interested, perfect. Uh, this is Sunday morning. I might do that. We'll have to see about that. Um, and then one last thing. Uh, I got a postcard. Yes. Uh, which was really nice. And I just wanted to read this real quick. We get them from time to time. and We get says, letters. Uh, and this is from uh, not a truck driver, but an RV driver. This is uh, President Steve um, Gadzooks from New Mexico. We are a family of longtime listeners from PA who are now traveling the country full time in our RV. That's so cool. And we wanted to send a shout out to say thanks for all that you do. Thanks so much for all that you do for the listeners and the community, especially during these uncertain times. Your show provides uh, endless entertainment for so many, and we love listening on our long drives. 
Follow along on our journey on Instagram, which is free range underscore fifth wheel. And Steve, do you see where they sent this from? Where? Carlsbad Cavern. Ooh! <laughs> I saw the front. I didn't make the connection. Steve references quite all the time. Often on I the show. I love Carlsbad Cavern. Have you ever been there? I have. Where is it? Is it in New Mexico? Uh, I thought it was California. Because they said they sent this from. Uh, no, it's it? New Mexico. New Mexico. I thought it was New Mexico. Yeah, New Mexico. I thought it was right. uh, New Me- California. I haven't got, I've just gone, because you can spend, you know, a ton of time in there. Yeah. Um, hang on a second. What am I thinking of? You're That's- thinking of the Louvre. <laughs> That's it. In Paris, California. <laughs> Are you thinking of... Uh, Were there a lot of paintings? No. No, I'm trying to. Where, where do the freaking Kardashians live? Uh, you know, Calabasas. 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 That's what I was thinking. Of. Calabasas Same thing. Caverns. Yeah, Calabasas Caverns. So they sent this. Yeah, one, that's so. where Chloe lives. Um, so uh, yeah, they are. If you want to follow along on their journey, it's a free range underscore fifth wheel. That is cool. Uh, if you want to check that out. So thank you guys for sending that in and uh, safe travels. All right. Yes. Uh, we're gonna take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll get to the bizarre file when we return. So make sure you stay with us. Monday nights. Metallica family, are you with us? It's not just Monday, it's Metallica Monday. Join MMR's Jackie Bam Bam for massive amounts of Metallica every Monday night starting at 9. From the monster hits to deeper album cuts, spanning a Hall of Fame career. This is Robert, Kurt, Lars, and James from Metallica. We're covering all the bases from one of rock's biggest bands. Set a reminder on your phone. Tell Siri to clear your calendar and have the MMR app at the ready for Metallica Mondays, 9 p.m. With Jackie Bam Bam right here on 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, huh? I'm going to turn my mic back on. Uh, we have some breaking news, Kays, if you, if you would, please. Break, breaking news. Breaking news. So we reported yesterday Tanya Roberts had passed away. Then reported today she was still alive. And now the reports are she has indeed passed. Okay. Uh, so the actress um, died last night at uh, Cedar sinai Hospital. And this was, of course, the day after her domestic partner incorrectly had said that, or <clears throat> told her rep that she had died the day before. And there's a little bit more on that, which, by the way, we knew she was still in critical condition. Uh, we just knew she hadn't passed. So um, uh, the guy, uh, Lance, I don't have his first name on here. Or maybe that is his first name. I'm sorry. Lance O'Brien, I think was his name. Yeah. And he told uh, her publicist on Sunday night that Tanya was dead. He tried explaining his mistake on Monday, saying that he had visited her in the hospital Sunday. She had suddenly opened her eyes, but then she shut them and he saw her fade away. And he says he thought she was dead and left without speaking to medical staff. Well, who does that? I know. Uh, he got a phone call Monday from Cedars informing him that Tanya was still alive. Uh, Tanya's rep, who picked Lance up from the hospital, says that he had told him that she, quote, died in my arms. Uh, so, um, yeah, as of now, I guess it's been confirmed. TMZ is reporting it. I don't know who else is reporting it at this point. but so Nick had mentioned earlier, before we went on, about the uh, that this was like what happened with Tom Petty. Uh, you remember there was the reports of his death, and then he had not, he was not, he was just, yeah, we in found out in the way. morning that he yeah. had passed away, and then, uh, you know, Pierre started playing a ton of petty music, and all the reports suggested that he had. And then I remember listening to Jackson's show, listening to the station the whole day, and Jackson was saying, no, yeah, now I actually have reports that, that Petty is alive. Um, and so when somebody's in this bad of a way, like Tanya Roberts was, 
sadly, it always seems like it's inevitable that they're going to pass. Right, right. I'd forgotten that about Tom Petty. Yeah. Uh, that there was a, a moment. A, a back and thought, forth. Wait yeah. a minute. Yeah, yeah. And so. that was just over the course of 24 hours. But, right. You know. Right. So. All right. So, anyhow, we'll follow up there for you. We need to do the Bizarre File now. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. Brought to you by Landis Theater. Come on, feel the noise with Quiet Riot. March 6th, the Landis Theater in Vineland, New Jersey. Limited seats are available. TheLandisTheater.com to get your tickets. A woman is accused of shooting a gun after a man who wasn't allowed in her house mooned her on his way out. (laughs) He just mooned her? That's it. He broke in and mooned her. Yep, she shot. Amanda Allen is charged with felony assault with a weapon. On Monday, around 9 a.m., a deputy responded to a report of Allen shooting a gun at a man. The man and his girlfriend, who live in a trailer on Allen's property, left the home after the incident. The man had told the deputy that his girlfriend invited him into Allen's home to cook breakfast. He said Allen became angry and yelled at them to leave. As they were leaving, the man told police he heard a gunshot. He said Allen told him the next bullet is going to be in your back. Little bastard shot me in the ass. (laughs) The woman told police... That Allen was at the back door of her RV when she fired a pistol. Allen told the deputy the man was not allowed inside the home. She asked him to leave. The man mooned Allen as he was leaving. Allen said she then grabbed her rifle and admitted firing one round into the air from her front door. She said she didn't threaten the man after the gunshot. Allen allowed the deputy to take the rifle. The deputy found a shell casing near the front door, but the caliber didn't match the rifle. The deputy confiscated. The deputy was unable to find the shell casings by the back door where the couple said Allen had fired the round from. Allen was adamant that she had discharged her rifle. She said her pistol, which did match the shell casing mm-hmm. the police found near the front door, was at her mother's house. Have fun sorting that one out. <laughs> That's my ass-shooting rifle. A man arrested earlier this year accused of hanging dozens of pornographic images and explicit notes could spend nearly 50 years in prison. Where was he hanging them? Uh, David Lundman was charged with eight counts of identity theft and harm and reputation property of, of property and eight counts of disorderly conduct. He had allegedly placed nearly 100 pornographic images and homophobic notes on public trails in the Chippewa County Forest. So out in nature? Yeah. And he did it for three years. At one point, as many as 42 pornographic images were found at one time. All of the notes found on the trails referenced employees of a Chippewa Falls business. In June, an investigator said he was able to get a picture of Lundman on a trail camera that he had placed in the woods. He said Lumman was wearing camo with a backpack, gardening gloves, and a headlamp. Do you see his mugshot? <laughs> oh, God. I mean, come on. Authorities say earlier this month, earlier that month, uh, Lundman had hit a deer with his motorcycle and was wearing the same Jeez. clothing. It's the kind of guy Gary Lauer would go, I'm not sure about this. Guy. <laughs> In October... Uh, the same investigator reviewed surveillance video of a parking lot Lundman had used. The investigator said Lundman left about midnight and returned two hours later. Imagine that kind of schedule. I, you know, it was about 8 o'clock. i got to get out and start putting the stuff up. Later that day, porn and notes... Where's my headlamp? Found on the- <laughs> <laughs> we're found on the Hickory Ridge Trail. More video captured Lundman riding a motorcycle in that same area that day. A search warrant of Lundman's home... porn stuff. i got my homophobic stuff. Okay, I'm good to go. Where's your headlamp? Ah, oh, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
A search warrant of Ludman's home turned up a rolling bookcase. I can't see a thing. Listen to this. They turned up a rolling bookcase which hid a room containing pornographic magazines, index cards, and stencils. He had this hidden in a, in a, in a hidden room. Uh, yeah, he's like Batman. Uh, he has uh, denied the Quick allegations. Quick, to the homophobe room. If, <laughs> if convicted, uh, Lundman could spend nearly... Quick, old chum, to the homophobe room. <laughs> If convicted, Lundman could spend nearly 50 years in prison. Wow. Uh, uh, listen to this, genius. Oh, my God. A man died after he was run over by a car early Monday morning. Happened around 4.30 a.m. Police said the man had been fighting with his girlfriend, and he threatened to lie down in the road. In so front from, of the car. Uh, so I guess he was, you know, like, you know, stay with me or I'll go lie down in the middle of the road. Oh, okay. Dude went and laid down in the middle of the road. And so a random car, car hit him? Hit him and killed him. Yep. Okay. Wow. Uh, the wow. driver stayed on the scene, spoke with investigators. Police did not release the name of the man who died. That's all I have on it. It's not much uh, detail, but uh, that's messed up. Wow. Uh, let's see. What else we got? Time here? Yep. Yeah. Um, all right. This is tragic. Uh, a Michigan teenager fatally shot himself during a game of Russian roulette. The teen died after he was found unresponsive at home. After interviews and the collection of evidence, the police said it was determined that some occupants of the house were playing Russian roulette. The victim suffered a single self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. The department has not released the teen's name. He was a 17-year-old student. Officers found several stolen items during a search of the home and believe that some of the occupants committed burglaries and robberies in the area, so it was a bad crew. Yeah. Uh, some of the items found were returned to their owners. But playing Russian roulette, people do that? Uh, they, yes. You've had stories throughout the history of the Bizarre File of, of people doing that. I don't I don't get it. All right. We need a nice story. Something, yeah, something good. With a little bit of mystery to it as well. A cute animal would be nice. There are some thieves that are good-hearted. University of New Mexico student Conrad Duran says that he saw two old dining chairs left out on the curb on Christmas Eve, and he decided to take them home, try to fix them up for use inside of his home. So he left them outside of his garage door. When he returned from work, he found someone had stolen them. And then, when he came home after spending the weekend visiting family, the chairs were back with a fresh coat of paint and new upholstery on them. Wow. It's the upholstery fairy. That's a mystery. That there was a note on one of the chairs about doing good for others. Duran said, I thought that they had been stolen, and lo and behold, they had taken them, redid them, and returned them as a Christmas gift or something like that. And now they look absolutely beautiful. I hate this design. That's yeah. Oh, it's the That's wrong color. Cool. You know what that reminds me of, Steve? Do you remember it was it was a really old cartoon where um, a cobbler goes to sleep, yes, and wakes up and all the shoes were fixed. Our, our, yes, are done by for the, him by these elves over. Is that a is that a Grimm's? Not uh, a. It's a fairy tale. It's yeah, a fairy it's, tale. I don't know if it's a. It's not. It doesn't have the the standard dark Grimm's. Fairy tale right. angle to it. I don't know if it was Grimm's, but there was a fairy tale for yeah. sure about that. And this was a cartoon that was done. A, a version of to it. To tell that story. It's a great story. I always liked it. I always yeah. thought that was, uh, I, I need to go and look if, that up. It, and then he offered up his wife in pavement. Um, in the, uh, I'm sure it's us. <laughs> you too. I don't What? What is it now? Every one of them? It is a Grimm fairy tale. It is. Uh, I think in the original, the elves ended up eating the cobbler. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and, uh, well, no. cobbler is yummy. Yeah. 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 Uh, the elves and the shoemaker, it was called. Uh, yeah, I wonder if it has a uh, an effed up ending. Like no that. such thing as a free lunch. Right. <laughs> We're going to eat you now. I'm going to pay now.
You're right, cobbler is good. So I'm gonna put some uh, whipped cream in. Uh, yeah, I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, a la mode, man. <laughs> Hot fruit, Kathy. Oh, gross. <laughs> I don't know. You... We made an apple crisp last uh, night. You would have hated that. I like apple crisp. Oh, it was fantastic. I do, and the crispier the better. And the yeah. even when I have, I I just thought of this the other day because. Uh, I had oatmeal and there was uh, strawberry, no strawberries that were, but were cooked in the oatmeal. So like I would rather make the oatmeal and then slice fresh strawberries or fresh banana and put that on top right. of it. I if agree. It's cooked in there, I, I'm, I'm out. No strawberries, I do not want cooked. However, I can take like 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 a, a baked like a like a banana pie or something if the bananas are baked in in that. I can do that. But strawberries to me are always cold. Always have to have them cold. Yeah. What about banana bread? That yeah, different? but there, if there were chunks of like right. chewy banana in it, no. But okay. but if you you know completely like blend it and mix it up, no, okay. I'm fi- I'm fine with banana bread. I'm fine with the flavoring of it. Yeah, it's just the texture of the warm, of, of warm wet fruit. fruit. Okay, <laughs> back to the story about the elves and the cobbler. Nick, yes. there were two cartoons that were made. Uh, well, several actually, but maybe the one you're thinking of, Preston, was Merry Melodies, which was you know the predecessor to Looney Tunes. They did a holiday for the shoestrings, and then four years later. There was one that was literally called the Peachy Cobbler, so sort of a tongue-in-cheek reference to cobbler and oh. uh, and a hot fruit. And then there was a, a Looney Tunes one that came out in 56 called Yankee Dude. And so all of those were based on that fairy tale. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the, the one does end with the, the – at least they did change the ending. The original, the original grim ending – uh, the elves eat the cobbler. No, I mean no. He was yet. kidding. Uh, yeah, he, was, he was joking when he said that. Because I mean, honestly, that that would not be far from a. The, the grim yeah, stories yeah. usually have very dark well, endings. There was a child theft. As I'm just reading through this yeah. now. So they exchanged one of the children in the original fairy tale. So the, yeah, the grim one was inevitably darker. Did you ever see the movie with? Uh, I think it was a. Um, a, a, a who was it? It was Matt Brothers Damon. Grimm? Brothers Grimm. Yeah, no, I and didn't it was, see it. No. Yeah, it, I heard it, about it's it. pretty good. Heath yeah. Ledger, right? Was in yeah, there? Heath Ledger was the other brother. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we're watching a video. This is it. Yeah. Yeah, we're watching a video. That's of this. the Peachy Cobbler. Now is we it? have sex with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> it takes like nine of you to do yeah. it, but yeah. 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 All, right. Hmm. Uh, all right. Anyhow, we need to take a break because we are going to come back and get into music news, ask the lesson question, do the trash, all this stuff that is on the way. So we will turn shortly. Stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Here back in today. I know Brent was yeah. in yesterday, so he's good. I think good. he just took one extra day he does the, the uh, uh, holiday break. That is a great philosophy. I it love is. That, I love that Pierre does it. I think uh, I think that's one uh, for people to implement. Let's take that one, take that Monday. Take that, that longer little run there as you head back into uh, after vacation. So he usually uh, uses that day because he, he'll he'll uh, you know he he strips the deer uh, yeah. meat and uh, that's right. So he's got to bleed venison. Yeah, yep, yep. So uh, he'll be in uh, later on this morning. Uh, we'll see what he's got going. In the meantime, we're going to do a lesson question, and today we will be giving away a fifty dollars bonefish grill gift card. You can answer this question. Casey once sat down with an old lady at a casino buffet. Which legendary comedian did she once give oral pleasures to? 215-263-WMMR. I'll read it again. Casey once sat down with an old lady at a casino buffet. Which legendary comedian did she once give oral pleasures to? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. The trash business is a gold mine. 
93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, what's going on this morning, Steve? Well, former presidential hopeful Andrew Yang's decision to run for mayor of New York City has refocused attention on a strong position against circumcision. However, Yang is saying he would support circumcision if it meant removing dickhead Mayor Bill de Blasio. (laughs) Oh, my God. Rob Kardashian revealing in an interview with Us Magazine that 2021 will be the year he becomes the best version of himself. Rob says the metamorphosis might be hard to discern because the best version of Rob Kardashian will appear to be a substandard version of just about everybody else. (laughs) And finally, season 25 bachelor Matt James telling Hollywood Life that his perfect woman is someone he can empower. James explains that he really wants a woman he can empower in the butt. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Let's see if you know the answer to the lesson question. Uh, Casey once sat down with an old lady at a casino buffet. Which legendary comedian did she once give oral pleasures to? He found out during that little sit-down meal. She was prattling on. I will go to Ron for the answer. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, sir. All right. What legendary comedian did she give oral pleasures to? David Brenner. David yeah. Brenner, Philadelphia's own. Yeah. Hang on, Ron. We will get your information, and we are going to set you over the $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. Start the new year off right with wood-grilled specialties from Bonefish Grill, like the crave-worthy risotto del mar Ooh. with jumbo shrimp and lobster sherry cream sauce. For only $17.90, you can order carryout online at bonefishgrill.com, delivery from DoorDash, and Uber Eats or dine-in whenever you are ready. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! I had three testicles. <laughs> All right, we're going to start with uh, this. We're going to start with the dietary information about Corey Taylor. He has one main resolution in this new year, and that is to finally kick his sugar habit. Uh-huh. He told Kerrang! Magazine that while he's given up smoking, drinking, and drugs, sugar has been the one thing that's been the hardest for me to really let go of. He said this is the one vice that's kind of hanging around. Does he know about the new Klondike Donut Bar? I should not find out. He said maybe it's because I'm surrounded by it because I have kids. It makes it a little tougher. Plus, my sweet tooth is just so ridiculous. He's listen. He said, "I once filled a red solo cup with peanut butter and a half bag of M and M's and just ate it <laughs> oh like it was God. a bowl of cereal." <laughs> oh my God. That actually sounds pretty good, though. What yeah. the hell? That's ridiculous. <laughs> he said, "This is the kind of person you're dealing with. I am not amateur. I am a professional fat ass." Uh, Taylor and his wife Alicia Taylor have managed to get a lot healthier over the past couple of years. Uh, they both adopted plant-based diets, which Taylor credits with an 80-point drop in his cholesterol. And they had uh, planned to start a plant-based taco truck until the pandemic hit. But yeah. Do you have anything where you're like, I am so disgusting. Oh, I yeah. can't yeah. believe I'm doing this uh, right I, now. I, I used to do it. I used to do it years ago in more of my, and now, I mean, I, my workout level was even more than I work out now, like tremendously so, yeah. so I could get away with it. But I felt like a filthy <laughs> creature. I would eat uh, cake frosting. With a spoon. Oh, yeah. 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 Chuck, just, Chuck used yeah. to do that. And you feel like I've, I used to do that. Horrible. Like ice, like ice cream with a whole, you know, right. full container. Horrible. And it's like the end of Dodgeball. Yeah. When, uh-huh. when yeah. Uh, Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller's character yeah. has gotten fat again. Yeah. yeah. If you <laughs> Chuck Norris. Just sitting there <laughs> yeah. just absolutely eating everything. Yeah. You feel like 
You hate just, it. But like, there's there's one specific thing that I'll crave, and uh, not so much anymore, but I knew it was when I started to PMS. I'd be yeah. eating it, and I'm like, oh, you're eating this because you're PMSing. This is, what is okay. it? Okay, so it's a banana <laughs> case. It's a banana with uh, a little bit of peanut butter on it and then whipped cream. Wow. <laughs> that is so oral sexy phallic, I yeah. can't even imagine. <laughs> you... With peanut butter and whipped cream all over this. If I put some meatballs at the base of it. <laughs> mm. Chocolate balls. I'm massage them gently. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and the cream is all over the top. Well, that's not even that bad. That's oh, not even. No, 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 that, that's banana like, in there. Like, it's actually pretty healthy. Like, banana has you... protein. I mean, the, the, the peanut butter has protein in it. For, for weight training and stuff like yeah. that. They, they use that I know, time. but I'm always like, do you, you need the whipped cream on top of the peanut butter that you just put on the banana? Like- do, you, do you know what you could get away with, honestly, if you do it is is the, um, is like, as a dessert, it, when you have those things, uh, um, whipped cream in a can, I know it's it sounds horrible, but a, like a, just a spoon, a couple of spoons of that, because it's like five calories. Yeah, right, seriously. Thing, yeah. And it, it'll kill that. And they even make it chocolate. So good. They make it chocolate, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, if you do like a Cool Whip, and you stick that in the freezer. It's not bad. Yeah. I, it's, so you can you can and you do like a, like a reduced you calories. You do five or yeah. six tubs of it. Yeah, and then you're okay. All right, <laughs> but that Kathy, that doesn't sound bad at all. No, I, I, just, I mean I think I cake know. frosting eating out of that. Yeah, or, that's like eating. I used to joke about eating a can of Crisco. You know, it's it's yeah, they, you're fine. Yep. All right. <laughs> uh, Kirk Hammett believes that heavy metal music has what it takes to live on for centuries to come. While chatting on a recent episode of Gibson Icons, Hammett spoke frankly about how he feels the genre will be perceived and dissected in the future. Uh, explaining, I hope this doesn't sound too far-fetched or whimsical, but classical music has survived 700 years, even longer. Uh, but they can't really document it. I really believe that heavy metal will probably outlast this century and maybe outlast us. Not to go off on a tangent here, but have you ever heard Alex Trebek, when you know, he was alive, he would say genre? Genre. genre. Yeah, there was a Jean, whole Jean. there was a whole uh, French uh, yeah. mashup of yeah. him saying it in several Jean. episodes. He went on to say, "And I don't know what the world's going to be like in the future, but as long as there's a need for aggressive, energetic music that's su- that's uh, somewhat therapeutic, I think that there will be musicologists in the future, and they're going to find our music and some merit and quality in it. And that's you." I was thinking about classical music the other day because I was wondering there had to have been. Obviously, you know of your Beethovens and your Mozarts and your Bachs and whatnot. Yes. But there had to have been, like, garage composers out there, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, if if you watch um, Amadeus, that's kind of like Salieri uh, is is the guy, the, the Italian composer who's competing with, with Mozart. And he had some hits. There was yeah. a guy but named... But he wasn't, he wasn't as legendary as the biggie. So there, there were one-hit wonders. Yeah. And, and there were people who, yeah. Like Jaytoven. Jaytoven? Yeah, Jaytoven was yeah. not... He was just a regular guy. <laughs> Beethoven was the more Papa Jay was yeah, not... Yeah. Jay just wasn't up to snuff. So, uh, yeah, Case, I'm sure there there, yeah. n- there weren't just a select small few composers. There were loads of them. It's just most of them didn't hit... Trying like, to get their tapes. Like the um, biggies did. Uh, yeah. The top ten one-hit wonders in classical music. So there's here's a there listing. Uh, and I, I don't know... Oh, yeah, Pocket Bell's Canon. Pock, 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 We play several of these. We play O Fortuna, which is, uh, yeah. I remember from the Jackass intro with the giant uh, shopping cart. So Carl these Orf. were these were one, pretty much one-offs. Yeah. I mean, they, they had other bodies of work, but the only ones that really took and stood the test this, of time. This is what would play on classic music alt stations. 
Like right, the, the right, one hit right, one right. day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a college like, stage. Yeah, like your lens yeah. and your... Uh, yeah. Len. <laughs> Steal my sunshine. Steal my sunshine. Yeah. All right. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins from man, Billy Corgan has dubbed rapper Lil Peep as the Kurt Cobain of this generation. That's what I always say. Uh, during a discussion about Seer, the band's new release double album, Corgan said, this album is a result of us trying to come into the modern world. He added that rather than just use Lil Peep-inspired beats, an artist who he believes was his generation's Kurt Cobain, the band wanted the album to feel like their own trip. Uh, back in 2018, Corgan spoke about Lil Peep in an interview comparing him to Metallica. He said, I think Lil Peep probably, of all the artists that I've Heard recently, tapped into that same angst, and it's so sad he passed away because he was just getting to the bigger part of his work, you know. Uh, I'm not that familiar with Lil Peep. I have no idea who not Lil Peep is. Familiar. He said, uh, he somehow, when I, he somehow, when I heard Lil Peep, I was like, that's exactly the same vibe. It's like, I'm at the 7-Eleven, and I have all these deep feelings and thoughts, and the 7-Eleven is the epicenter of my universe. For a lot of people, that is their life. What are you talking about, mm-hmm. Billy? Uh, so Lil Peep was his jam. Yes. Uh, Kings of Leon have teased another new song on social media. The tune called I'm Going Nowhere follows two previous teasers for songs called Must Catch the Bandit and Feel the Way You Do. Both were are, uh, due out January 7th, so day after tomorrow. Uh, Kings of Leon also shared snippets of two additional songs called Dancing in Your Head and Spin It Like We Can. On social media, though, no release date has been announced for them. Uh, let's see. What else I have here for you? Uh, I thought this was kind of nice. Uh, Paul McCartney credits George Harrison's love of gardening for one of the ways he stays connected to his late bandmate. Really? When chatting with NPR's All Things Considered, Mac <laughs> spoke about the quiet beetle, recalling George was very into horticulture, a really good gardener. So he gave me a tree as a present. It's a big fir tree, and it's by my gate. As I was leaving my house this morning, I got out of the car, closed the gate, looked up at the tree, and said, Hi, George. And there he is, growing strongly. Hi, Paul. And he said, You know, that takes me back to the time when I hitchhiked with him. Uh, they, there are an ever-present presence, if that's a way to say it. Um, he said that uh, the gift has... I have two uh, hobbits I'd like you to help. ...has never been taken to granted. granted. Tree beard? <laughs> Especially since uh, Harrison's... This is my friend. His name is Paul McCartney. Especially since Harrison's death uh, nearly 20 years ago. He said, it's lovely. He gave it to me. I just planted it. But then as the years go by... We're simply having a wonderful Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I I look at it, I go, there's the tree George gave me. George has entered that tree for me. I hope he's happy with that. Do you want to hear any of this little peep? I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, little peep. Yes. Yeah. Not little. Yeah, hit it. I just fell in love with a bad bitch. Told me that she loved me too, baby. I'm not having it. Sipping cocaine because I did. I know I had to visit. Smoking propane with my click. And I'm bad bitches. Call me cocaine. Does anyone else think that that sucks? There we go. Well, we only heard a small portion of the full 12 minute song. <laughs> you know what he sounds like? He sounds like a. Uh, uh, John Cusack in um, uh, Being John Malkovich when he's trying to figure out the girl's name. He's going, Nador, oh, that's right. Roy, Nader, they. Oh, 
Did you just rewatch that? No, I just I always remembered that scene. It's on uh, it's on a streaming platform, Netflix or one of them. But um, man, it's a great movie. But man, is that a weird Your movie? Day near Mags. Mm-hmm. Maxine. Um, I never made it all the way through that movie. I no? thought it was too weird for me. Try yeah. it again. Yeah. You might be more patient now, but it, it's really good. It's just unlike anything I've ever seen, and I, you know, it's part of the appeal. Okay. One last story. This is sad news, and this happened over the break while we were gone, and it's a, a, a story of a local guy who had a big impact in the music world around here. His name is Randy Alexander. Yeah. Uh, rock critic and publicist. And Randy had been by here, I don't know how many a times. A lot of times. Throughout the years, I can't even imagine how many times. And he passed away. On the 27th, he had pancreatic cancer. I didn't even know he was sick. No, no. Um, I mean, we, we, obviously, Randy would be someone we'd see quite often, uh, you know, squiring, you know, talent in here for yeah. interviews. And so, obviously, when COVID came along and shut everything down, our exposure yeah. to everyone dropped dramatically. Exactly. So, it had been a long time since we had seen oh, him. so sad. I know. I know. And he was uh, he was integral in, in, you know, the big names out of Philadelphia, like the Hooters and Gamble and Huff. And so on, and um, he, you know he's local, grown, uh, born and bred here. Studied journalism at uh, at Temple University. Worked at a few publications, and uh, then he he had his own um, uh, publishing company. Or no, he was no, a publicist. Oh, nice, yeah. He was a super nice guy. So it was just sad to hear of his news. So um, you know, our thoughts go out to uh, to his family because he had uh, um, some kids uh, who uh, he leaves behind. So sad news to hear about one of those behind the scenes people. That most people don't know about Yeah, here. that gets a lot done. Yep. So, Randy Alexander, very sad to hear. All right, we're going to take a break, and we are going to come back in just a moment, and we're going to get ready to wrap the program up. Make sure you stay with us. What's new? Why do you ask? Greta Van Fleet. Bruce Springsteen. Pumpkins. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Wrapping up the musical portion of our program today for this uh, Tuesday morning. Looking like it's going to remain a cloudy day today. Well, it's about 42 degrees. Sun returns tomorrow. That'll be nice. It's been a couple days. We've seen outright sunshine. I'm looking forward to that. It does make a difference, doesn't yeah, it, it? Psychologically. Yeah. And it is the wind be, beneath our wings. It'll be great. It'll cause our windows to tint here in the studio. <laughs> yes. Look like Ozark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Think we're going like to die. Uh, sunny skies continue on Thursday and then the clouds return on Friday and our temperature going to remain in the 40s until we get until the weekend. It's going to be colder over the weekend. Um, no guests today, but thank you for the very interesting phone calls today. We had uh, quite the wonderful participation from listeners today. It was it's a weird day. We had weird conflicting stories and and uh yeah. and but I mean that is the way, you yeah. know? I mean, we did we got that follow-up, yeah, uh, Tanya Roberts story that she did pass away. Dead, not dead, now dead. Yeah. Yeah. Very strange, odd day, but uh these are odd times, friends. We try to stay as normal as we can, but it we didn't start normal, so it no, works out, yeah. No. All right, uh, so we need to do the letter of the day, and we have the triumphant return oh my God! of your, your midday soothsayer, the one and only Mr. Pierre Robert returns to the microwaves. The microwaves? <laughs> Well, microphones. Where'd that come from? Oh, microwave. Microphones. Airwaves. 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 Microwaves. Microphones. Microwaves. I got two turntables and a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I used to well, work. That's where it's at, man. I used to work in the microwave room at NBC Ten. That's how signals were oh. sent to the transmitter, uh-huh. right? Yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. How you doing, man? Excellent. It excellent. is nice to see you. Uh, headphones don't work, but that's okay. oh, here, try, oh, okay. Hold on a second. Try we'll putting that. them on. Here we go. We'll get that. Check the flange. Out. Try putting uh, them on. Now I still uh, can't hear. Yeah, you got to demarcate. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WFM. Ow, ow. Sorry. Now we're cooking with microwaves. Yes. <laughs> Man, my micro is waved. Wow. All right. All right. Uh, hey, it's nice to see you after the Great break. Great to see you guys. Great yeah. to see you guys. Did you enjoy your time off? Yeah. Um, I didn't get as much done as I was hoping to, but... Uh, Me either. I, I, uh, did you have big plans? I mean, I really wanted to to, to get into... Answering a lot of emails that need to be answered. That was the main thing I didn't get to. And there was a couple of other smaller things that I, I never just accomplished. But I, I will someday, someday come around to those. <laughs> but, yeah, it was it was hard. You know, I, I found one thing after another. And, and it was nice spending time with the family. So I, I focused That's on part it. of the deal, getting yeah. rest. Yes. Yeah. As we learned from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, there's always tomorrow. Mm. <laughs> I finished there's a couple of books. Tomorrow. What books nice. did you read? I finished, um, let's see, um, my last John Grisham book, The Camino Wind. You've been tearing through Grisham. I have been. Yeah. Uh, I did Camino Island, then Camino Wind, and now I'm on Michael Connolly, who's the author of the Lincoln Lawyer series and Harry Bosch series. So you like the legal the legal dramas. I like legal dramas, yeah, they're great. dramas, those kinds of things. And I finished Harry Bosch on TV. I think he's on Amazon. Uh, that's a great series. Bosch is a great series. Yeah. You know that guy, the, the actor, is really good. Titus the, the, Wellever. Right. Wellever or something. Yeah, yeah, he was the man in black and lost. Right. Yeah, he's a really right. good actor. He was on yeah. the, uh, the Mandalorian this year he as was, well. He was on the Mandalorian as well. But yeah. you know one thing that he's completely into and does for the company that I get these figures from? Uh, Sideshow Collectibles, he's a massive collector of really? that stuff. Really? He loves them. And he explained, he has a lengthy video where he explains what the fascination, the tactile things wow. that you love from your childhood to be able to, to hold on to. And he explains it so well what the fascination is. But I wouldn't have, he's kind of a, a, a two-knuckle, uh, yeah. bare-knuckle guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's his thing, too. Wow, yeah. very cool. I finished two books as well. Did you? Cool. What did you finished, read? I uh, finished The Dark Half from Stephen King. Okay. And uh, Ready Player Two by Ernest Klein. Nice. So now now I started reading Slaughterhouse-Five, which I had never... I've never read Vonnegut. Kurt Vonnegut. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah, he's a trip. Um, yeah. Did you... Um, um, do you read on with a real book or a Kindle? Audio. Oh, audiobooks. Okay, audio. Excellent. Yeah, I'd spent a lot of time with audiobooks because now Ready Player Two, I read the hardback. Okay. Uh, but I found with some extra time uh, on the road that um, it really helps pass the time. And when I'm driving home from work, I start getting drowsy. Yeah. Uh, after work. Yeah, me too. Uh, so the 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 audiobook is is keeping me engaged, keeping me uh, awake. I was reticent because I thought that's not reading, that's not reading, and then I realized I my stack of books I wanted to get to was piling <laughs> up, and I was never getting to it. Right. And so I figured, all right, I will take this route. And now I am an audible fanatic. Yeah, wow. me too. I love it because listen, I'm getting what I need to get. Since most of my stuff is nonfiction and or political or historical or whatever. I can glean what I need from the information, right. and and I'm actually I get to experience the stuff that I because I read so much for the show, just reading different right. sites and so on and so forth. I don't get to it, but Audible's been a godsend. Yeah, wow, cool, yeah. very cool. 
Um, so, speaking of reading, writing, letters, and so on, let's get a letter from you. I think. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. A as in Apple. All right, and we have a JBL Party Box 100, a very powerful Portable Bluetooth party speaker. It's a, it's a big one. It is cool. Uh, with dynamic light show, and it's about $350 value. And coming this Thursday to TBS, Burt Kreischer hosts Go Big Show, the most extreme talent competition ever with celebrity judges Snoop Dogg, Rosario Dawson, Jennifer Nettles, and Cody Rose. You can enter the Go Big or Go Home sweepstakes at tbs.com slash go big sweeps. For your chance to win a Ford F-250. Whoa. Yeah, tune in to Go Big Show this Thursday, January 7th at uh, 9 o'clock. And I'm definitely watching it. it. Yeah. Uh, what's up on your first show of 2021, sir? Wow, I hadn't thought of that. Yesterday was your first show back, right? Yes, yeah. it was okay. spectacular. I bet it was. <laughs> I bet it was. I, I slept through it, I'm sorry to say. No, no problem. Um, so do we. I did, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Welcome to the club. Before... Uh, uh, get to the thing. Um, I wanted to remind you, you're talking about the family that listens to you that's on the road. Uh, yes. And um, we have a lot of listeners around the country. And for those listeners in the state of Georgia, uh, one last plug to go out and vote today. Uh, whoever you vote for, but get out and vote. And if you know someone in Georgia uh, and you're not and you're around here, call them and tell them, remind them to go vote. It's uh, an important election. So uh, having said that, um, I will get into a workforce block of Godsmack. We have a block of Bob Marley. And you also mentioned uh, the late, great Randy Alexander. Yeah. Who was a lovely guy. And um, I had heard right before uh, we we went uh, on vacation of his passing and oh, this is this in today's paper? Yeah, it's, no, it was it was from, it was posted on the bulletin board while we were gone, and I just saw it uh, yesterday. Okay, uh, so that's the article that was in the paper about him. Yeah, um, he just just a great guy, uh, lovely guy, and um, he did pass away rather rapidly. I think he had pancreatic cancer. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. and that's a that's a tough one when yep. you get that diagnosis. And um, so he went rather quickly. But uh, I and like you, I didn't even know he was sick. But I thought I would do a block of of local bands as our uh, final block of the day, uh, Philly Philly bands to uh, celebrate his life. So Excellent. that's what we will do. Excellent. Cool. All right, thanks, Pierre. And and uh, real quick, I forgot to mention, Tattoos Day. Whoa! Yeah. Yeah. Tattoo, tattoo. A Preston Steve tattoo to give away a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. It goes to John Pfeiffer, yeah. who is from Sicklerville, New Jersey. Sick. Yeah. You're going to get a sick tattoo. From Sicklerville, New Jersey. Thick. Uh, and it's they're located, by the way, Floating World Tattoo and Piercing at 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. You want to check out their samples? Go to Floating World Tattoos. Superior skin scandals. Dot <laughs> com. Uh, you can also uh, see them on uh, Instagram at Floating World Tattoos. So congratulations. I want to thank our sponsors. We can't do it without them. The Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today. Uh, by Acme uh, Fresh Foods, local flavors, and also by Confidence Plus Auto, your local Confidence Plus Auto Plus Service Center. Car in need of service? Find your location at myconfidenceplus.com. We go from no guests the past two days to a bunch of guests tomorrow. We'll go live on Fox Good Day. We have uh, Brad Rutter. He's the guy you were talking about earlier, Nick, right? Yeah, Jeopardy contestant. One yep. of the goats. He's Absolutely. one of the goats. Yeah, he's great. 
T.O. Yeah. Terrell Owens. How about that? Will be joining us he tomorrow. Has a new wine. That's what, what he's talking about? Yeah, he's selling wine now. All right. And uh, Bobby Moynihan of uh, SNL fame he's will great. be joining us as well. So it's going to be a nice day tomorrow. We shall enjoy. That's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. <laughs> Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Line. Hey y'all, took the mushrooms on New Year's Eve. It was a super spectacular experience. Till I met up with Chris Agog and the Skull Sealers. They're bastards. They are. Next message. Shark, shark, a wet ass fart left in my pants. A smelly ass shark. Come on, I'm talking about poo. Come on. Next message. If you're the driver taking somebody to a doctor's appointment and there's a sign on the door that says patients only, do not walk in the building and say, I know there's a sign, but, but nothing. You're not better than anybody else. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack! Sell them for less.